Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is from Bob's office. I'm Jake Mathis. Oh, it's Tuesday. Nope, it's not. It's Thursday, December nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. It is twelve forty-three currently, and that means it is roughly six hours. Before, oh, nope, roughly five hours before I leave to go see Star Wars and cry. Sitting here with me is I'm Jacob Bomber. <laughs> And the next voice you hear belongs to somebody who just finished her undergraduate coursework at Cal State Long Beach towards her geography degree. She has been a staff member with the middle school group here at church for a few years, and she is involved in many of the important things that go on in our church community. We are excited to have her here with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah Show. Thank you. This is very interesting. I appreciate the intro. It's good. I'm glad. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So apparently Jake has a funny story to start with. Okay, so picture this. Five. Do I have to close my eyes? If you'd like. I'm not closing my eyes. Five people sitting around a table at Chick-fil-A, devouring delicious Were they poultry farmers? No. Sadly, they were college students that need more money. Devouring implies... I feel bad. That was an inside joke. And no one's going to get it. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Is that a problem? So, devouring, sitting around a table, having communion, (laughs) talking to each other, having fun. Um... Not like breaking bread communion, but like fun. I think we got it. Thanks, okay. Jake. I, I almost know. interrupted to say it. I was like, no, I'll let it go. And then you interrupted yourself. <laughs> so we were sitting there, just minding our own business. And Katie Feller, friend of the show, friend of all of ours. Friend of the show. She. Minus the fact she hasn't been on the show yet. She's very busy. Can you be oh. a friend if you haven't been on it? I guess you can. Yeah, she's a Oh, us. no. Jacob's oh, Okay, never no. mind. Not friend of the show, Katie Feller. She. Grabbed this little ketchup thing because, a little background, Katie is obsessed with ketchup. Like, it is her one and only love pretty much right now. It's everything she cares for. You're making her sound very lonely, and I don't think she's lonely. Minus her family, minus her education, minus her friends, minus... Yes. So All of her talents. Ketchup. Just ketchup. So ketchup is here, and she... Is like squeezing it, and she's like, "What if it shoots forward?" She's like squeezing it really hard, and Khalil stay next to her, friend of the show. Khalil, he is like, "Katie, you need to stop." And so while she's squeezing it, the bot, like the the end closest to her, breaks open and shoots across her and shoots her directly in the eye, face, and hair. Ooh. And she literally just sits there in shock for a second while we all get up and just start laughing. And then she, like, looks, like, down at her, like, she, like, puts her head down to try to, like, compose herself. And then she, like, looks up at me, and I just see her, like, half, like, ketchup. I'm like, you just came back from war with, like, blood all over your face. And I'm like, what what is happening right now? Like, we just could not fathom what happened. So she had to run to the bathroom and clean it all off and wash her hair. And then, luckily, we had an extra sweatshirt in the car to give it to her. Oh, wow. It got on her clothes, too? It got everywhere. (gasps) On Oof. the wall at Chick Fil A, on the really? seat, yeah, it what got Chick-fil-A everywhere. What Chick Fil A was this? Uh, do I Town Center? Mm. Yeah, we included it all up, so don't worry. We're we're educated, good people. Beginning to be educated. educated. <laughs> <laughs> we're so good for us. Okay, so yeah, that's my story. It's really funny and really good. So um, this is how I found out about it. We have our Chicken Nuggies text thread. Chicken Nuggies? What in the world? I, Jake can attest to that if he right. wants later on. But okay. It starts with Jake texting, Katie just shot herself with ketchup in the face and hair. She was squeezing it and was like, what if I shoot it? And it shot from the other side and hit her in the eye. Oh, man. Ashton goes, that's an origin story. 
Jake, at this moment, Katie started to hate ketchup. Ashton, she's becoming ketchup. It's like venom. <laughs> Yikes. I think that's very funny. It was great, though. We had a great time at Chick-fil-A. After an hour at Long Beach City College trying to get Khalil Strand scripts there, oh. it was rough. Dear God. <laughs> it was rough. Ryan that's that a struggle. war, yeah. Yeah, he had to go to, like... He had to go to like the accounting dean, and they weren't in because it's holiday break. That's like another spiritual gift is getting your transcripts from Castle Long Beach, <laughs> or getting Castle Long Beach to do anything yeah. logistical is it's just a spiritual gift. So he's trying to get because he used to take a cl- online class at LBCC for um, uh, accounting, and he was doing it through them because it's cheaper. God bless LBCC. I thought Cleo went to Plumoma. He does. Uh-huh. He does, yeah. but he's taking online classes at other colleges that count with so it. So how does he go to Cal State? I'm, I'm confused. No, it was LBCC. I said oh, LBCC. Oh, got it, got it. But LBCC, LBCC okay. is also LBCC's not – it's still pretty rough, especially yeah. right now when there's no teachers in. <laughs> yeah, I understand, but it's definitely better than – Yeah, I, I imagine it's probably better than a big school. Anyways. Bigger school. Okay, so yeah, what's next on the agenda? I should probably look at the, gawk, the doc. Wow. Well <laughs> – what, were you going to tell the story of chicken nuggies, or is that? Just oh a yeah, sure I can. So, um, sorry, I, I don't even know the story. Was I'm open in the on chat. The wrong. I, I don't. Are you sure you're not sick? I don't get sick. We had this conversation. So because uh, okay. I'm eating, and these, for the record, we are eating these flips minis, and these are milk chocolate and pretzels. They're okay. Don't disintegrate super great, so there's little pieces oh, that okay. disturb my throat. Yeah, you have some throat things. I remember when we were sitting at In N Out and you kept like not swallowing right or something. I mean there's Do you remember that? There's that one time where you almost died at camp. Yeah. If I eat too quickly and don't chew enough and the pieces are too big. This is only this problem has only come up in the last three years. Weird. But I slowed know, down. But apparently. So there are a lot of times if I do not focus when I start a meal, then it it clogs me up, <laughs> and so I have to not throw up. And I did throw up at camp last year because of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I have a, a Jacob quote from that day, honestly. <laughs> from the day that I threw up at camp? No, from yeah, yeah, yeah. From the day we were in and out. I have a oh. sliver of lettuce stuck in my nasal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> June eighth, twenty nineteen. Wow, that was this summer. Why were we at In and Out? June eighth. Was that around CA training? I don't know, but I remember sitting. You were on my left. It must have been a Tuesday before you, you guys went to youth or something. You nope. were struggling. We don't do that. <laughs> oh, well. No, I go to tacos, and he just shows up there with his Oh, kids. it was. It was the uh, it was the all nighter. Mm, yeah. Uh, we were in and out. When did we, oh yeah, because we like came the next out for day, lunch. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So didn't have to do with my throat. That was me, like. Okay, it was still it like you know like, in this area. Yes. Agreed. So the chicken nuggies. We oh, are yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's this is so, why the so podcast is so long. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. It, it, it really. Um, so it all started um, about two-ish years ago, and it started with the key members who are me, Katie, and Ian. <laughs> the and key holders. Yes, we hold a key that unlocks the chicken nuggies. Uh, we don't. We should. <laughs> Actually, that's what this key might be for, because oh, no. I have no idea what this key is. I just found it on my key ring one day. Oh, no. Jake, just tell a story. <laughs> So, we're called that because Ian had um, dinosaur, he had dinosaur chicken nuggets inside of his uh, freezer, and so like 
for like the first like five or six times we all hung out, that's what we would eat is only dinosaur chicken nuggets. So eventually we become the chicken nuggies because we it's like a it's like a staple of us was chicken nuggets. I feel like that should have been like an initiation thing that the rest of us weren't allowed in until we had a chicken nugget uh, meal with you. I mean, you probably have at one point. <laughs> I've I never consumed dino chicken nuggies with any of you. Well, I had high well, expectations for that story, and I kind of feel let down. I, well, you should. That's a forfeit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that went exactly as how I anticipated it would. Well, Did okay, you know sorry. <laughs> didn't you know the story? No? No, I didn't. Oh. I'm so sorry for being a disappointment, I guess. I didn't say it was disappointing. Okay. What? Just cause <laughs> sound like it. Just because something met expectation doesn't mean they were bad expectations. I yeah, been, so I would have been disappointed if it weren't that. And then we we eventually would just start adding people that we thought would fit our group well and be entertaining. Yeah, and AKA not Christian and Sam. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have said that on the air. They don't um, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we slowly choose people, give or take, about who we Cause it's expect funny, cause to like be Christian doesn't really care, but Sam begs to get in the group so denying him access is yeah. the best thing oh wow this is very unkind we it's a very no, what's unkind is being in a group message with sam <laughs> that's what's unkind it's a very hmm. it's a very unique and high society of people so it's really hard to get in <laughs> it has to be voted on by the I elders i don't know if anyone heard the sarcasm in that but true. i think no, no, no. it has to be voted in by the elders that. when we have our ceremonies all right this is ridiculous the burning of cattle what's next on the docket uh, what Jake's doing tonight. Oh, oh yeah. so tonight I will be um, sitting at 6 p.m. at Harkins Theater in Cerritos, California, connected to the Lakewood Mall. Nope, not Lakewood Mall. Cerritos Mall. That made no sense. Connected to the You're doing great, Jake. Keep going. Yeah, connected to the mall. Uh, we will be sitting in the second row, me and my sister, because we have this uh, tradition of going to see the Star Wars movies like the night they come out. So we'll be on... We'll be sitting second row at 6 p.m. Second row. That upsets me. At Harkins, though, you you go back and you're fine. No. So we'll be sitting in those seats and we'll be enjoying ourselves because it's going to be hopefully a great movie. I'm going to love it no matter what probably because I – as much as like some movies get – like some Star Wars movies get like hate and stuff like that, I still love them because (laughs) they are this universe that I love and I care for. I'm not going to lie. I went back and I'm rewatching all of them so that I can be caught up and in the right state of mind. That was a massive crow that just flew over a house down there. Yikes. Um, sorry. And this is why. It and takes in watching them, I I have no idea what episodes one, two, and three were about. Well, all I know that happens in them politics is Anakin has to win a race. Because his freedom is on the line. And the parts for the spaceship. What spaceship? The Queen's yacht. The Queen's yacht? Yes, that's how they got how that's how Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan got to that planet. They escaped Naboo on the plane on the ship. I've seen Star Wars and I have no idea what you're talking about. What's episode two about? Episode two is about so they're like Padme they're gets, trying to find the assassin. Yeah, Padme that. gets a try or like attempted assassination on her. So Anakin is in charge of protecting her, and they go f- they go and hide on Naboo and fall in love, and then something happens to. It wasn't as much them falling in love as Anakin <laughs> just being super obsessed with her and her not really having an option. <laughs> you know, she felt a little. It's, bit... There's got to be social commentary on that. It is horribly uncomfortable 
as I was watching, I was like, Anakin is just a creeper. Every time he's <laughs> he's her security guard, and he just like he's just but around like, even her as and a child. stares at her and is constantly talking about her. And yeah. she's like, No, this is inappropriate. He's like, No, I don't care. I love you. That's even as a work. child, he was obsessed there too, though. But he was nine. Yeah. Now he's nineteen. Nine-year-olds are obsessed with a lot of things. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Um, but so like, and then he's a security guard, and then Obi Wan. Granted, he's a freaking dope security guard. Oh yeah, he's a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, he's also one of the most gifted Jedi. Yeah. Um, so then Anakin has to uh, do that thing, and then uh, so and then Obi Wan gets a little dart that kills the assassin Sam Doss, and then it, he goes to. Um, oh yeah, he finds out. He goes to the diner, who's owned by that one guy. Dexter something. Okay. The fact that you, I totally forgot yeah. that. His happened. name is Dexter, so he went to the diner, and he's, the diner guy's like, oh, this little dot here is from the planet Camino. You probably don't hear about it much. And so then he goes back to the archives, can't find, like, they don't find the dart, or the Camino, because Camino's been erased because of someone's, because of someone tampering with, like, the Jedi archives. And so then he goes and finds it, because they have, like, the kind of general area where it is. So he goes to find it, he has this meeting with the cloners, who are these really long neck, kind of like how I envision a person version of a um, of uh, those really long neck dinosaurs from Land Before Time. They're like the human version of those. So they're standing in the cloning factory, like, oh yeah, this is your army, by the way. And he's like, what? And they're like, yeah, this one guy, uh, his name was Cipher Dias. He signed up. Um, he like went to them to like form an army. And in return for that, they were erased off the archives, and so and then. When was he, the last time you watched that movie? Uh, it's been probably like five years. No, it hasn't. Probably probably been like a year. But it's yeah. Well, because I am really these are my movies. I feel like I Katie to catch up is Jake to Star Wars. More. I live, breathe. <laughs> there's more. There's more Star information Wars. to know. Like about there's Star unconditional Wars. love between both love. of those. Uh, I feel like Star Wars loves me too, though. But. Yeah. Yikes. So, um, <laughs> so then he he goes there. He meets Django Fett, who is the cloner. Stop. There's still so much more in the movie. You're giving. In the, I just I just wanted a broad. What was this? About, I think we should do that to for a thorough summary of for one movie. podcast. Let me explain every single Star Wars movie. That's not. Why I I'm could probably there. do it in an hour. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could do it in an hour. Okay. Well. We'll do it sometime then. Um, so like Sorry, that, I shouldn't have challenged you in that way. Yeah, I I regret, live for I challenges. I kind of regret that. Because there's, there's nine movies, so that only gives him... There's like 11 movies. Seven minutes per... Oh, you're right. So that only gives you five minutes per movie. I can do it. You couldn't... That was longer <laughs> than five minutes. I can make it shorter than that. That was a lot of detail I put in. Yeah. Um, so Maybe tonight I'll be Maybe prepared you could do it. Maybe not unprepared. I probably don't even need to prepare. I'll prepare for anything. So for Yikes. Okay. for uh, tonight, I'm really excited because it's me and my sister's thing. We kind of just go do, and we're gonna enjoy it. And yeah, that's tonight. I'm really excited. It's gonna be really good. I'm gonna cry a lot every single time that I've been in a theater to watch a Star Wars movie. Right when like the crawl happens in the beginning, a tear falls down my face. Oh my! So like I'm ready. Wow. I bring a tissue. That's a lot. Yeah, we'll be at Harkins. Hopefully, we'll, well get I'm some Well, I'm happy for you, sticks. Jake. Enjoy that. Thank you. That means a lot. I'm going Monday at 11:30 to Marina Pacifica. 
I'm happy for you, too, <laughs> I would say. I'm, I'm just, I'm more excited to hang out with the people that I'm going to hang out with, but. Is it really hanging out like if you're watching a movie? Because it's supposed to be quiet. Mm. But there's, there's the process of getting there and being in the theater before the movie starts, and then afterwards we're probably going to go eat. Hmm. So. Okay. So what did you think of <laughs> the last episode of Mandalorian, right? <laughs> you know, um, if I had seen it or know what Mandalorian is, Let me, uh, I maybe have a comment. <laughs> I watched but a 30 minute video. I was busy Lord. getting a degree. <laughs> well, so. uh, she beat us there. <laughs> she beat you there. I got a degree when you were how old? Nine years I, ago? 13? I don't know. When did you get it? <laughs> 2010. Ah, I, yeah, I was like 13 probably. So I've been sitting on a degree for a while. <laughs> Good for you. I've been sit- I literally have no idea where it is. It's in <laughs> yeah. <room> somewhere. <clears throat> on this week's episode of The Mandalorian, Mando and his gang, because he goes and finds Mando? the people. Okay, you don't need to give a whole summary of the episode. Just what okay. are your reactions? Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was suspenseful. The it last. Was great. What? I mean, it was a. It was, it was a great episode, but I did not come away from the episode going, oh, that was awesome. No, I went – I'm nervous because there's a cliffhanger at the end where um, – Oh, so, spoiler alert, died. we are talking about the end of the episode, so skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to know. <laughs> that was actually not terrible. So, at the end of the episode, you – it like, the last scene is, like – the last few scenes are um, an army pretty much of sword troopers and death troopers just sitting outside where the Mando is, like, posted up. And, like, they just shot up the bar he was in. And so now they're just kind of, like, sitting there, just, like, kind of, like, putting him on the spot. And this guy, who I'm not really 100% sure who he is, which is a thing I don't like, comes out of his, like, spaceship. And he's just there. And I'm pretty sure he's an Imperial Warlord, but the Empire fell already, so he's kind of, like, the one of the last few ones. And so, like, he's standing there, and he's like, I demand the baby, which is Baby Yoda, which is the adorable thing. This is where Baby Yoda comes from? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, see, I've been, wondering, I've been wondering why this is a thing. And so this is a TV show, Mandalorian, yeah. and the Baby Yoda's on Mandalorian. Yeah. He's, like, one of the main things about it. Isn't right. he adorable? I'll do some Googling while you guys talk. So. Get myself caught up. So, uh, the baby is uh, with a, a new fan favorite character named... Uh, I think it's like Krill, right? I think it's Quill. Quill. And he is an uglet, which has like the ugliest little creatures ever. They're like half the size of a human, and they just look like a dwarf kind of. Played by Nick Nolte. Yes. So he's running away on his dewback, just running across like a – like a what? That's what they're called? Pretty sure. I don't I'd, think so. No, dewbacks are the ones from episode four with the, the four legs. I don't know what the smaller ones look like. Are, are called. Um, she's running across his lava field. It's not lava. It's just like dead ground from lava. Um, he's running across this field. It's not really a field because it's just, just like a barren wasteland. So running across this barren wasteland, and you just see two scout troopers on speeder bikes coming right at him. And like it's suspenseful because it's cutting back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And at the end of the episode, you see him laying on the floor dead. Called a berg. Berg. Him laying dead on the floor. And a scout trooper zooming by with his thing and grabbing him and leaving. Did you know 
Bergs have made a previous appearance in the Star Wars universe. Really? Yeah. In the 1985 television film Ewoks, The Battle of Endor, oh. which is not canon, apparently. So, no, they haven't really. But now, but they're in it. Now they're canon. We're assuming this is canon, right? Yeah, it is. So, is it retroactively canon then in Ewoks? No. So, they're, they've become canon because now they're in canon. It That movie is not technically canon. Just like the thousands of books that like are not canon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah um, so it's super suspenseful, and next week is the last episode of the season, and we're really. Which I didn't realize until I looked up yesterday. I was like, "What?" I yeah, I'm not ready. That there are only eight episodes. It's it's sad. It's only eight episodes. Well, I'm not sad so about good. it. Well, okay. Mariah <laughs> doesn't watch a lot of things. That's accurate. There we are. Yep. What are you doing tonight, Jacob? What am I doing tonight? Uh, <laughs> I so this was supposed to be a transition, and then you're like, oh, I don't I want know. to do it tonight. That was, that was, that's how you, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to the Rockets Clippers game with Owen. Nice. Owen previously guest-ish well, on the show? Well, yeah, sit-in, sit-in guest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be the first time. I believe that I've seen James Harden and Russell Westbrook in person. And Kawhi and Paul George? That's probably accurate too. That's how I think as I look off into space. I was just it wondering if there was a bird. Sometimes, sometimes he like stares like, at me. I'm like, I, I need help. Let's have you stop. heard the squirrel story from right here? The squirrel story? Yeah, the dead squirrel. <laughs> there, no. Mm, well, it's not my story to share, but. When Tiff is on the show, you can ask her. <laughs> okay. It's quite a wildlife experience. Oh, boy. There was a dead bird yesterday outside the church, and so when I was giving all the kids high fives. What kind of bird? I don't know. They oh. all came by. There Black? was a dead bird. I literally gave you all the information. Bald eagle, actually. Right, there cool. was a dead bird. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you don't know the color, though? Like. No, they were just they were high-fiving, and we didn't have time to talk when they high-fived. No, you don't know the color of the bird? <laughs> you no. saw the bird, right? No. Oh, okay. The little kids told me oh, that the bird I understand, was dead, I understand. and I had to keep being like, "Oh, have a good Wednesday." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's those are the things I say. I say, "Good morning, happy Wednesday, have a good day." That's all. Not even like Why Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. No. Wow, Jacob. It was Wednesday. You got to get more a like week away. More things. Literally, you shouldn't have it scripted. He just shrugged his shoulders, for those of you who can't <laughs> see this. He does that pretty often. I don't have a way to respond to that. Anyways, moving on. So, yeah, I'm excited to go to the game tonight. That's fun. I'm not excited to drive to downtown L.A. Again. No. <laughs> you should just get a metro. Ooh. Not get a metro, but ride metro. <laughs> I, I'm i pretty sure there's a transfer involved somewhere. No. I don't want to deal with that. I've done it multiple times. To go to King's Congratulations. Place. I've done that okay. before, too. I don't remember the process, and I don't care to look into it. Get on at Willow, and you can take it all the way down to uh, Staples Center, pretty much. Like You get off like a block away, but it's like the designated one for Staples Center. No, there used to be one that was like right on Figueroa. That you just You're right. There on. is. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm driving Figueroa. Figueroa. Because then I have to drive Owen home, and I don't want to have to deal with taking a bus. All the way back yeah, that, it's home. not a bus. It's a tram. But yeah, it would take a long time. <laughs> Whatever. So... That's what I'm doing tonight. <coughs> what did we do last night? 
uh, last night we had our high school uh, Christmas party, and it was quite fun. We had a uh, big old gift exchange. I definitely had the best present. I went over to Walmart, and I bought a, uh, a toilet uh, – what is it? How would you say it? A toilet seat? What? <laughs> yeah, I bought a toilet seat, and I wrapped it as the Christmas – as my gift exchange, he bought, a, he bought a toilet seat. I'm really sad cover. for whoever bought that was, or whoever got that. It was the first present opened, by the way. Mm. And Sam it was Reeves, so funny. Sam Reeves mm. opened it and was like, what the heck? He laughed. And Everyone then, did. And then, mm. guess, uh, well, <laughs> Christian. I could have guessed that. Stole it. Why? The last person to steal it. He was like, <laughs> I want it. Because he wanted it. He was like, he was looking around at other things. He's like, there's too much pressure. And he went and just grabbed it. <laughs> and he proceeded to wear it for Seems about right. most <laughs> of the evening. Um, it was like a cover, toilet seat cover? Yeah. Of a Christmas themed or like? No, nope, just white, plastic. I oh, almost bought a plastic? wooden. I almost bought a wooden one. Wait, what? Yeah. Plastic. Yeah. The toilet seat's already plastic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so why would you buy a cover that's also plastic? No, 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 not a cover. Like, I bought an actual toilet seat. I'm showing oh a gosh. picture of Christian wearing the seat part around his head. And oh, the my gosh. Like, the actual top of the hanging. toilet. Yes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I thought it was, like, a cover that goes on top of this. No, like. an actual. And so Christian decided that that was his body armor. Yeah. That's unfortunate for everyone involved. The first it's way really he put funny. it on was so that the seat... <laughs> So that the top part, the cover part, was like this in front of him as like a plate underneath oh, him. Uh-huh. And he was carrying around his phone, but he dropped it a couple of times because, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So then he flipped it around and made it body armor, and he was very proud of himself. Wow. Interesting night. Yeah. You won like an air cannon, didn't you? Ooh. Yeah. Those like big, like they look like loudspeaker type things, and you pull from the inside, and when you let go, mm. it shoots air out. Mm-hmm. And like concentrated flow of air. That's cool. Yeah, except I have nothing to do with it and nowhere to keep it because my well, bedroom is a disaster. It's so better it's than the Lego set I got on Tuesday night. So <gasps> what? I want Disagree. a Lego set. I really? would much rather have the Lego. Yeah. Well, Faith couldn't put it together, so it was kind of pointless. <laughs> what Lego was it? It was a Star Wars. It was Lego. Star Wars. It was like a little Star Wars plane thing. Sorry, Jake. Whoa. I know. I would gladly trade you. Oh well, <laughs> it's things. too late now. One of them is this big, and the other one is this big. I mean. It's coming here at some point. I'm just going to put it in the closet and it's going to mm. stay there yeah. until we decide to throw it away. That's where most things go until they get thrown away. So, yeah. Including that one kid. Never mind. Well. <laughs> then we went bowling. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah, we went bowling. It was a lot of fun. Uh, didn't do great. I got strikes, though, which were fun. But I just I don't bowl great. Here's our bowling great procedure. Time, though. On Wednesdays, there are two groups of people that I – nope, there's three groups of people that I text about bowling. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I text my Frisbee people. Mm-hmm. I text – we created – over the summer, we created a bowling group so that – because people like Josh and Jesse and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we created a group with them. And then in the Chicken Nuggies, mm-hmm. I text in all three and say, who's bowling tonight? So they all have the opportunity to tell me. Because you're kind of like coordinator. Yes. Yeah. For bowling, yeah. So I need to know how many people there are, so yeah. I know when I get there how many lanes we need. I understand. And that. how many people, because yeah. we pay per person, and so we know. Yeah. So if I don't know who's coming, then I can't put that on yeah. the thing. So when I text through the day, people respond, so yeah. it's not like it's just my one text and then that's it. Like what people time, are responding. Yeah. What time of the day did you text? Uh, afternoon. Oh, 
Okay. Like it wasn't like it was at eight o'clock. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They know. I'm and just it's yeah. Wednesday. They know. We've had these conversations. So, so I text them, and multiple. <laughs> I find out much later on, multiple people decide they're coming, including Sam Reeves, who shows up to the party, finds out we're all going. The party. <coughs> oh, ground groundwork, groundwork. Okay. The Christmas party. Yeah. Realizes we're all going. Decides he's going. Yeah. Except it doesn't tell me. Oh. And they're with him. Yeah. My house. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't tell me. Yeah. He was going until everyone was like leaving. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Sam's not leaving. He's going bowling. I said, Sam's going bowling? Probably should have told me that. <laughs> um, and then a couple other people who will remain nameless. Wow. Uh, you're just going to call Sam out and that's yes, it? I am. Wow. <laughs> Khalil and Maddie also did not. And so I... I was annoyed because they know better. And so in the Chicken Nuggies group, I said, I texted at 9.32. For the record, there are multiple people in this chat (coughs) who I have been informed. (coughs) These pretzels are going to kill me. Who I have been informed at a late time who are going bowling, but who did not inform me that they are going bowling. You know better. Wow. Khalil and Maddie both responded and said, sorry, it won't happen again. Wow. Which I doubt, but whatever. Wow. At least they did respond, though. What a conflict-like <laughs> thing that you handled, Jacob. Good job. I forgot there was also there. another conflict thing that we handled earlier, but I won't talk about that. Oh, good job. Yeah. We did? Oh, we did. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> we did do that well. So anyway, so we got we got to bowling, and my first game, I only had one spare. And I got a 197 because I had three open frames and I had seven strikes and one spare. <laughs> seven strikes. Wow, that's a good job. ridiculous. That's more than I have in a month. <coughs> so, I mean, I was happy that I ended up that high, but I was very annoyed that I had three open frames. We are not so bowling this Wednesday. And then I got a 165 in the second game because I clutched it at the end after playing really poorly. Jesse mm. came in fourth out of five people on a lane wow. that had... On a lane that had Maddie Khalil and Faith. Wow, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, Jesse did not bowl well, and Maddie did bowl well. Maddie, yeah, she did. Maddie beat Jesse. Maddie Khalil <laughs> was bowling pretty well. Have you watched how Maddie bowls? It's terrible. It's, <laughs> it's everything comical. Of, everything it works though. It is, but I mean, I, just like sometimes. Ernie bowling. <laughs> that just like Ernie. Have you seen bowl like him bowl? Yeah, every he time like I looked at him, he threw it in the gutter. No. Well, he like. Either gutters or like it's a strike, pretty much. Yeah. So. I wish that was my odds. Yeah, but we're not bowling next two weeks because it's Christmas and there's on Wednesday. Oh, I didn't know we were skipping that week too. What? Yes, you can. Go ahead. Is it? Is it like the New Year's like ten nine eight seven six or is it like New Year's Day? (laughs) There's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Gosh. And New Year's Day. So which one is it? Oh my gosh! New Year's Day is on Christmas. <coughs> is on a Wednesday. Yeah, we could totally do that. Okay, you can totally do what that. What is on that day? That's more important. Me than not wanting to go bowling that night. So you just don't want to spend time with me? Did yep. you guys know I took bowling online in high school? As How do you credit? take bowling Excuse online? Yeah. What? You're welcome. There you go. Fun fact of life. You're gonna explain it, right? Yeah, basically. Wait, I lost <laughs> out. Um, well, it was through BYU online, but it like transferred into Los Al like high school credit. You what? Know? Spoiler alert: I went to Los Al High School. That's gonna come later. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and so, 
Yeah, I took bowling online. You actually had to go bowling a couple of times, but it was a lot of like How technicalities. Um, you had to like get the like thing from the bowling alley and have like the manager sign off on it or something like, huh. or whoever's working, which is like totally dumb. Like you could probably fake that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but um, you had to like have it printed out, like like they had to print out your score or something, and they really didn't even care if you like you improved or something. It was it was very strange. I also took like I think walking or running online too. And that was probably a joke too. That you just, just <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But there you go. Do you Bowling like to bowl? relatable, huh? Do you like to bowl? Well, I haven't bowled since high school, honestly. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Bowling online, that's just really funny. Like I pictured you with like a little like stick figure guy that you just like click to make a bowl. <laughs> no, you had to like learn like all of the like terms and like oh. all of the like the movements and all the different ways to bowl i don't remember any of it now but yeah anyways there you go bowling online guys don't do it i i, think I mean do it if you hate pe Just in high school go bowling. if you need credit That's so weird. or do a sport <laughs> or, well i hated sports <laughs> still kind of do i'm getting more more friendly with them now. You are. You kind of have to. I know. It's a bummer. Ex-coach. <laughs> True. <laughs> Anyways. Um, there are football games this weekend. Like <laughs> there are plenty. Sports. Jake just was informed that there are three games on Saturday. You know, I I know that they do that, but I don't know if it's every year they do that. I just know that sometimes happens. I thought it only happens when... Christmas is on a Sunday, so it, I thought it was interesting. But so I like it. Saturday is Texans oh. Buccaneers in the morning. Is it because there's no college football? No. Oh. The NFL does not care about that. The NFL would dominate anyway. Uh, Bills Bills at Patriots in the afternoon, which should be a really entertaining game. Oh, are you looking at the schedule? Yeah. Oh wow, I like probably would have assumed that you knew all this on the top like off the top of your head. I mean, so. I looked it up earlier and knew it, but I'm just yeah. confirming as Sorry, right I now. just Great. Now you broke the immersive. Sorry, sorry. Broke the what? Immersiveness. Anyways, moving on. And the this Rams could all be in your mind. <coughs> the Rams are at the 49ers in the evening and that very much concerns me because we're going to lose. And then we're not going to be in the playoffs and that'll be the end of our season. I want you guys to win. Well, yeah, because we're tight. Because the Niners are tied with you right now, record-wise. So are three other teams, though. But all three teams are eleven and three. Yeah, three. Seahawks, Niners, Packers, and Saints. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. So you need a lot to happen. Yeah. I want that number one seed so bad. Because no one wants to play in Lambeau. True. The freezing cold. The frigid north. So I don't really have a preview because I'm just sad because we're going to lose and the season's over. Sorry. It's okay. But ha. the Packers are playing the Vikings on Monday Night Football. It will. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a good game. Um, the Vikings are without their star running back, though, which that helps. But it's still going to be very interesting. Um, but I believe deep everywhere in my heart, not deep down, <laughs> but everywhere in my heart, that Aaron Rodgers will outperform Kirk Cousins, and that we're just gonna it's gonna be a light out show. We're gonna be impressive. it's not hard to outperform Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's also what I was gonna say is that the Monday Night Curse of Kirk Cousins will come back. He's currently 0 and 8, and I really hope we don't make it 1 and 8. But 
We normally play the Vikings really well. It's normally a a coin flip to decide who wins or who loses this one. So I'm really hoping we come away with the big fat dub. But, yeah, we'll win next week. So it's pretty much this week is our, like, last true test to see how ready we are. And I feel confident. I feel good. We play the Lions next week is what you're confused about, I think. No. You're visually confused. I'm no. I clicked the link and it didn't do what I wanted. Oh well, yeah. So I I suggest we're gonna win. I I don't do point spreads anymore, but we're gonna win by at least one point because you have to win by one point. <laughs> so not all super confident in saying you're gonna win by like ten or twelve. Well, if you listened, this was the game <laughs> I said that I don't know if we'll win, but this is a coin toss game, which I hope we win. But, but usually, even in questionable games, your fandom overrides fine, logic. Fine, we win by forty-five. Okay. Is that better? Sure. I mean, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Why would it... That's frustrating. NFL picks are just now released. NFL picks? For this coming week. Like they picked the winners. Oh. Yeah. He gets a lot of updates on his phone. And so in the middle of the show, he'll just be like, breaking news. Mm. I... Thank you, Apple. Yeah. For creating a phone that could do that. Yikes. R.I.P. Tim Cook, right? Who oh. was Tim Cook? Wasn't he the guy? No, 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 no. The founder of Apple? Yeah. Tim Cook? Wasn't that him? It was, I think it was one of them, but Steve Jobs is the dead one. Steve Jobs is the one I meant. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, They have Green Bay by three. 24, 21. I think current he's the current CEO. CEO, yeah. But he meant the dead Steve Jobs. He's yeah. the COO under Jobs. Yeah. So Anyways. yeah, we, um, I, I agree with them. 24, 21 Packers. Mason Crosby with a field goal, and we move on to an astonishing 12 and 3. So Trump got impeached. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> well, kind of, sometimes. Well, no, the phrasing is he got impeached, but that really, that realistically, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. I yeah, I would say, I, I don't think politics is our, our game. I mean, we could... Get at your game, because it's sports. We could try that political conversation. I, you just don't want to, because it makes you uncomfortable. As long as you stay even keel and keep an open mind and express your opinion and allow others to express their opinions, then it's fine. I just hate both sides. <laughs> Ouch. There was a car. I'm not going to tell the story. Never mind. <laughs> it ended with the license plate saying TRU45MP. That was their license plate. Okay. I don't understand. Yeah, what? T- Trump. T-R-U-M-P. Oh. Was Trump with the number 45 in between. Because oh. he's the 45th president. Moving on. <laughs> so Mariah doesn't like sports. I mean, <laughs> I don't like aspects of the sports, but so we'll we'll go back to the beginning or whatever. When when did this occur? What is what? I just you know didn't it's I, always confused. I've me. never really been involved in sports. I'm not super like athletic or coordinated either. So maybe you know I, I just wasn't in sports as a kid. Um, so maybe that's why. But I can appreciate aspects of like competition and like camaraderie. And things like that. Um, but I 
like don't really understand being a fan of a certain team either. Like I don't really understand why you have an association with like this one team and like mm-hmm. you're a diehard like which is like, you know, a struggle in my current relationship, but <laughs> um please explain. Well, Kyle's a my my boyfriend Kyle, he's a, he's a diehard Chargers fan. And I don't really understand why. And I've asked Jacob this question too, like why are you a fan of this team? Like what like like, I still don't really, like, I don't understand, that doesn't relate to me, I don't understand, I'm not going to judge it, but, like, I don't understand it. So, yeah, I don't know. But, like, football is definitely more entertaining than baseball, I will say that. Being in a baseball game is so long. It is very hard to sit still for that long, and not many exciting things happen during a baseball game, when you're there, at least. Um and then when when you do, it's like, I wasn't even paying attention. Like, so where's the ball now? <laughs> like, I don't know. So there's that. Um, but football games are more like, you know, faster paced. And so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's my thoughts, really. Um, what you said there were aspects that you disagree with or don't like. What like, I mean, I don't know why they get paid so much. Like, Would you like me to explain I mean, sure. I probably won't agree with it. Like, I agree. It's like, not an opinion. It's a. Well, you know, I've. It's a stated. You won't like it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't agree. yeah, yeah. So, we'll take an example of like, we'll say basketball players because okay. it's easier because they're smaller numbers. Okay. And we'll compare it to something like teachers. Okay. Big picture, who should get paid more, a teacher or a basketball player? In my opinion, a teacher. Agreed. A teacher has much more of an impact singularly on yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. What they do is. So in that respect, yes. How many teachers are there in this country? A lot. Probably in the millions. Oh, I was say like 100,000. Not 100,000, but in the hundred thousands. Well, I mean, teachers that are, like, currently teaching, I don't know. Like, the numbers could definitely vary on that. So I just typed in number of teachers in Google, and the number (laughs) that showed up is 3.2 million public school teachers and 0.5 million private school teachers. In the States? Well, I mean, that might just be, like, credentials (laughs) also. Like, how do you, how do they? Yeah, aren't you technically credentialed? Like, I'm sure the number is, like, ballparked around there. He's almost credentialed. Almost is (laughs) accurate. Um, it says a projected 3.6 million full-time equivalent elementary and secondary school teachers were engaged in classroom instruction in okay. the fall of 2017. Okay, that's more clear. I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. So three and a half million. Okay. There are three and a half million teachers in this country. Okay. At any given moment, how many professional basketball players are there in this country? I'm sure much smaller. Like 10? 15? A hundred? There are 30 teams. Okay. There are 15 players rostered per team. Okay. So there's 450. Okay. So there is 100,000 yeah. times as many. Okay. That's not true. A well, thousand. there's a lot there's, more. It doesn't matter. There's 10,000 times as yeah. many teachers as basketball players. Yeah. So... If the money yeah. going into both things was equivalent, I don't know what it is. But if, like, the available money, so yeah. the, the revenue and stuff that basketball yeah. has from TV contracts and whatever else, their total revenue, yeah. 
versus the amount of money that goes into paying teachers and stuff. Assuming those were equal, Mm -hmm. based just on the number of people, Mm -hmm. then basketball players would be getting 10,000 times as much money as teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the average teacher makes apparently fifty-eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, ten thousand times that would be a thousand times that would be fifty-eight million. So it'd be yeah. in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. So just on that alone, that's not a fair comparison because I don't know what the money looks like. Yeah. But there is an inordinate amount of money going into sports, right. spread out over a very small number of people. Yeah. So that that at its simplest is why professional athletes in general, because there's 450 basketball players, there's roughly 1,200 football players. Yeah. There's roughly. I see your 800 point. 800 baseball players. I see your point. So but. so just in the on the. Basics. Yeah. That is why they get paid more because there are fewer people who have the ability to do that job. So because it's a specialized thing, the more specialized yeah. you get at what you do, yeah, no, I understand you get that. paid more. Yeah. And there's way more money in those industries than there are in teaching. Yeah. I guess the mo- the money in the industry seems uh, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't really care. Like, I don't know. That's why. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why it is. Um, it's dumb. We should, we shouldn't be every time, every time we watch a sporting event, every time we go to a game, every time we buy yeah. any apparel, no, every no, time yeah. we buy money from a sponsor yeah. of the sporting event, yeah, that's we are putting money into yeah. that sport. Yeah. So yeah, that's how that works. Whereas what is anything that any of us do on a daily basis that actively puts money into like teachers, teachers. Yeah. No, I understand. The one thing we do is pay taxes. How many of us enjoy paying taxes? Yeah, that's a good point. We Every, could go far into that. Everybody wants less taxes. Okay, if we have less taxes, that means Not teachers everyone, get paid though. less, firefighters get paid less, police get paid less. Yeah, no, I, I city understand. City workers I understand. who do the roads and stuff get paid less. Like, no, I understand. Yes, yeah, so that I is understand. a bigger... Yeah, I mean, that's a If money was allocated better, yeah. it would be different too. So that's its own conversation. But... Yeah. That is why athletes get paid a lot. We should just get rid of more, money and there's just more do trade. consumer money going no. into those industries to support a very small yeah. percentage of the population that can do those things. Anyways, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> and that is economics. Economics. Yeah, that was economics. <laughs> Study of the economy. So. So how much of a fan have you become of the Chargers? Or do you not care at all? You just think it's funny to laugh at Kyle's emotional yeah. swings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's, it, it's more entertainment for me. So maybe the Chargers doing poorly has been a blessing for me this season. I don't know. I don't really know. But I do know it's like he gets all like sad and it's like, oh. <laughs> but I don't know. I just don't see why you should let that ruin it just his day. And he doesn't. He doesn't like let it ruin his day. But it's like a solid 10 minutes where I'm like, come on, cheer up. Like, it's all that in the world, and he's like, what's his name? The the Catholic guy, the quarterback? Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's Catholic like, guy. Like, that was the he's first like, because he has, like, a million kids. It's, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, so. More kids than wins. Yeah, Kyle's just like, I won't see Philip next season. Like, you know, it's just like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's fine. 
first name basis. <laughs> I mean, who? <laughs> He's pretty sad about that. What is an industry that you really, really enjoy? I mean, it's not movies and it's not television. Yeah, I don't know. It's not sports. An industry that I enjoy? Yeah. Because like we enjoy sports, we enjoy yeah. movies, we enjoy music, we enjoy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's there is an industry that I enjoy. Like, so you're not industrious. <laughs> yeah. Not well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think I enjoy any industry. Like. <laughs> what is it? Like I feel like a lot of industries are pretty like corrupt. So it's like <laughs> it would be weird to enjoy an industry. I don't know. Like maybe. For I, a positive person, you're very negative. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just kind of weird. That's a weird question to ask somebody. What, okay, I know, because I was trying to keep it broad, but keeping it broad didn't help. Um, what What is, like, an activity or hobby that you enjoy? Oh, maybe running. We could go there. That's, okay. That's kind of... So, in running, where do you find motivation? Um, well, maybe... It's kind of like the the trick that I play in my mind that, like, I should run north, the dog. <laughs> so, like, oh, I should run him because... For the record, this dog is a demon. And I no, 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 oh, no, 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 uh, no, no. No, you don't no, get no, to no, say no. No, I do, I, I do. I just heard a story yesterday <laughs> about ate, ate an entire prepared chicken and a half. Chicken and a half. <laughs> that, that Karen took time to cook and prepare or whatever. The dog ate it all. So then Karen had to make a completely separate new meal. And then she was like, well, for punishment, the dog doesn't get dinner. The dog ate the <laughs> chicken and a half for dinner. What do you mean it doesn't get dinner? That's a win for the dog. No. North and I have been through a lot. And our our story is like a very redemptive story, honestly. Right. North and nice. I's relationship. But um, Dog's evil. he's ate a lot of my things, my personal things. So, <laughs> you know. Seen a lot of we, all of everybody's personal things. We got things. through it. Yeah. <laughs> You got through it. The dog didn't care. North and I got through it. Oh, how 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 upset was the dog? By <laughs> Look, its you don't action? know. <laughs> you don't know. Anyways, this is off track. <laughs> so when you run with North. Yeah. So you run North. Yeah, I get it. Not south <laughs> or east or west or. No, we only run the northern direction. Oh God, that, so we never that's come a long run. <laughs> Oliver jogs last twenty six thousand miles. <laughs> very long run. <laughs> it gets very cold and very hot. Yeah. <laughs> and very wet. Yeah. And very dry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's kind of like a, and it's also, it helps my mind. Like, you know, it helps you kind of like get outside, reset. Getting outside, you know, really does wonders for the brain. It does. I agree. So there you go. Um, I don't know if that was the answer to the question you were looking for. It was not. I didn't think it was. <laughs> um, so is running just something you took up on your own that? Yeah. And I'm a very poor runner, too, so it's kind of a hard example to even illustrate, honestly. Do you... Yeah, this is not going how I want it. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jacob. No, don't apologize. It's your life. That's how it works. Because um, I... So, like, you don't... You're not motivated by hearing about other people running. You're, no. When you see other people do <laughs> not it, at all. Not like, oh, not that makes me want to run more. Maybe a little bit, but not really. It's n- more internal, I think. I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, 
I just don't think my line of questioning is going to get yeah, us I'm to sorry. what I was trying to get. To. Sorry. Th- this was no. The purpose was for me to like help you understand where we're at. Yeah. Because it's because there are too many things. <laughs> no, I'm going to get into it, and that's the way it goes. There are too many options to watch, especially now. You can watch basically, yeah. You can yeah. watch yeah, yeah, yeah. any sport, any team, yeah. any player, any given moment, yeah, definitely. no matter what. So with all of that, like that's that's overwhelming. So it's yeah. so it's easier yeah. to pick one team yeah. and to know that team well. The problem is 40 years ago, mm-hmm. the same players stayed on the same teams mm. for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. And so in and a big part of it is you could only watch. Again, years ago, you could only watch the yeah. team that was local to you because yeah. it was on local yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. There were not nearly as many yeah. national games, if any, so like that. Yeah. That's why a lot of people around the country became Cowboys and Packers fans and Notre Dame fans hmm. because those teams specifically, the nationally televised yeah. games, would have those teams on them. Oh, interesting. I did and not know so that. But that makes sense, yeah. If you didn't live near a local team that you could watch, yeah. then you were subject to just watching these other teams, and yeah. so you became a fan of them because that's who yeah. was on all the time. So Wow, you were fed <coughs> things. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Okay. So Moving that's on. why Jake gets mad about the Cowboys being on TV all the time when yeah. he should. The Dallas Cowboys is the richest sports team in the world. Correct. You're welcome. I like hate two and a half billion fact. dollars. Good job. There yeah. you go. Um, Yankees are up there, and I think either Arsenal or Barcelona or something, and I think the Packers are ish up there too. Oh um, no, actually. So. So it was easier to be invested in one team because that was your local team. It was where you lived. That's who you saw play yeah. more often. So you were invested in that team yeah. because you weren't watching all these other players all the time. Yeah. These were the people you watched all the time. So you invested because that's who. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's how it was. Now it's harder, and especially with fantasy sports, particularly in football. Mm-hmm. With fantasy, fantasy has totally obliterated the idea of being totally committed to one team because you mm-hmm. – have your players on your team and when people invest money in fantasy football and some people invest a lot of money yeah they really care way more about individual players performing well than they do about teams and so while that increases how football is watched because it makes you interested in more games yeah it also makes you less interested in individual teams yeah that's i mean that i could comment on that it's definitely more um wide versus deep yeah which is how like individual relationships are nowadays too, if you think about it. Oh. It's a mirror. It's a mirror. Yeah, like you're mirroring like what's happening <laughs> in in society today too, because like a lot of friendships and stuff they're just very superficial. A lot of relationships are very superficial. Art imitating life. Yeah, there you go. Sports imitating life. Packers are the number twenty seventh wealthiest team, so you're not even close. That's sorry. That's what you were doing over there. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> With your microphone on your phone. 2.63 billion is their Oh, then the Cowboys are way more than that. Yeah. Um, well, Pete's were 27th. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys have 5 billion. I can appreciate so sports from afar, but it's just. Yeah. I, that's an interesting point that I didn't think about, though, that the way the internet works and social media and stuff, you can be way more connected, or you can be connected to way mm-hmm. more individuals, yeah. but those connections 
are very surface yeah. shallow compared to when we didn't have social media. Mm -hmm. You were only connected to the people you were around. Mm -hmm. And so instead of spreading yourself thin, yeah. spread yourself deep. With small yeah, wide versus deep isn't a book I read. Which book? Come Matter Here. It's talking about like going deep is so much harder than going wide. It's true. There's more walls and barriers to going deep. So go deep, not wide. There you go. Are you going to be off topic again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a look that Jake gives, and he wants to say something that's completely off topic. The Rams are number 12. It's because of the... Okay. Just, that's just what I had to tell you. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. That's that's analytics, I think. No. Money analytics? No. Value Linux? <laughs> and now you're saying Linux instead of Linux. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm sick. Give me a little space. A space. I have to discuss. I have a strong immune system. So. That isn't what I meant. But I'm also not coming over that. Yeah, that's not what Jake meant, but that was funny. Okay, moving on. What else would you mean if you combined I'm sick with give me space? He meant like I'm sick, like give me like a break, like give me grace. Like should have said that then. Well, it didn't come he out. Didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I probably meant to, but Jake's doing his out. best. Yeah, man. <sighs> Brain's all over the place. Um, let's hope not. You guide. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Summarize here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, Last time I checked, she was. <laughs> give us a summary of. Your early life, family, school situations. Oh boy, you. get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, kids. <laughs> Hopefully those kids aren't listening to this. It's going to get rough. Um, okay, just, you want me to start? All right. Well, so I was born Long Beach. Long Beach? Yeah, go beach. Um, lived here my whole life, and I'm currently 22, so that's a long time. And Me too. Yeah. I mean, Jacob almost kind of. Jake, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you can talk. Don't listen to Jacob. <laughs> um, and I, my mom was the one who worked. My dad was like the stay-at-home dad. And I had an older brother who was four years older than me. And um, I, we ended up going here, Los Altos Grace, for preschool and elementary school, which was probably – the, one of the bigger, like, miracles in my life, um, because if I hadn't, I'd be in a very different place in my life right now. And so, went here for preschool, elementary school, met, like, my best friends here, and kind of, you know, if you're around the Los Altos community, I think you know, like, how, like, tight-knit it can get, and pretty, like, I don't know, deep, not wide. And so, um, <laughs> and it's a small community, so it's very easy to kind of get in that, I don't know, whatever. So... Uh, like I said, my mom worked, my dad was stay at home dad and, um, he was, he was, he was off in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, and so things were very rough at home and like, there's always fighting, always kind of just like craziness happening, like just, th just situation that like a kid, kids shouldn't have been in and stuff. Um, and so when I was in fourth grade here, my mom more decided to get a divorce and it was kind of unclear like how it was gonna go and all this kind of stuff but I was pretty stoked I was gonna get like two rooms you know like that's like the nine-year-old mindset you're like perfect this is gonna be I have two houses I get twice as much stuff yeah exactly it was it was 
totally that. And so um, my brother, who was in eighth grade at the time, kind of like knew knew more what was going on, but also was very um, uh, like biased towards my dad because the way he kind of influenced him. And so um, like my brother was definitely like more like on my dad's side in a way. And he was very much like defending him and kind yeah. of like running away and like, like he spent a night at like the donut shop Simone's like one night, like he just like, so it's just like, well, they're open 24 hours. So it's, there it's, are like, worse places to <laughs> end up. Yeah. So it was, it was a very rough time. Police were called multiple times, like to the house, like, by who? I, I don't know. People like yeah. Um, just because like, like, I don't know. There was a lot of craziness going on. There was even like a couple of times where we got like police escorts, different places. Cause there was just so much shady stuff happening. And stuff. And so, um, and then there was, like, a restraining order filed against my dad. And, like, he wasn't even allowed on campus. Like, apparently he was very hard to keep off this campus. Like, he would go and, like, he would come on campus and, like, take pictures of me and, like, other kids and, like, do very, like, not okay things. (laughs) And so um, the staff here was, like, pretty on it in that way. And even, like, you know, the leaders here have, like, told me, like, yeah, he he was very difficult to keep off campus. But he was, like, legally not allowed to, like be within like whatever the feet is you know and so um one day he actually showed up on campus and i'm still unclear as how he got this far up campus but he got all the way up to because the band used to practice up in jacob's office and oh, so that's right. yeah that. he got up to, all the way to like mike he got all the way up there whatever and then the music teacher was like oh your dad's here like he wants to talk to you whatever and so then i went and talked to him he was just like oh i'm gonna go away for a while like you know like all this kind of stuff and then I was like, I just want to go back to practice. Like, I just want to go back to band practice. And so, um, you know, that was kind of like it. I went to practice, like, didn't, and I don't even know, like, I don't remember, like, the time frame of this. I don't know if it was the same day or different day or whatever. Basically, someone else picked me up from school. I don't know if it was the same day or different day. And so, um, like, ended up going home pretty late one night, and then it was kind of explained to me, like, oh, your dad's, like, not going to be around for a while. Like, you know, like, it was very, very vague and and there's grace to give here because it's, like, very confusing to, like, explain. Who was explaining it to you? A couple of different adults, you know, in my life. My mom and, like, different adults and stuff. And so, um, like, I remember coming home and the, the house was, like, full of people. And so, like, I don't, and I was, like, nine. I don't remember, like, who the faces were and stuff. And so then um, it was kind of just very terribly explained to me. So I was, like, not even sure if he was, like, alive or not. Like, I was, like, What? And so um, we ended up having, like, a funeral and kind of, like, going through that whole process and stuff. And so then um, – and that was, like, the week before Thanksgiving that that happened. So it was kind of, like, a terrible time, like, a terrible time to have that happen, um, I guess. And then that was kind of it. And then I ended up going into middle school. I left Los Altos in – after fifth grade and went to McAuliffe in Los Al for sixth because um, a couple of my friends did that too, and so we were kind of just going together and stuff, yeah. which is amazing that, like, parents let their kids, like, kind of go with their friends and mm-hmm. do stuff, which, I don't know. Anyways, different. Yeah. so... <laughs> write it down. <laughs> so, um, um, in middle school, I was probably, like, a terrible person. Like, the fact that I'm still friends with the people that I was friends with in elementary school to, like, the day today is pretty crazy because I was probably, like, a terrible person because I was so lost. Like, I think I... I, you know, I had followed rules here, but there I was kind of just like, you know, like a pretty mean person and a pretty like, like I had a lot of questions about life and why I was here and why I was in the situation without a dad and everyone else around me had great family lives and great, um, you know, leaders in their lives and stuff. 
And so um, I stopped kind of going to youth group because it kind of it was kind of my choice now to go to church or not. And so I was like, well, screw that. I'm sleeping in, like, you know, <laughs> which is Fair. which is a, I think a lot of students' mindsets nowadays as well. But um, so then Kevin, the youth le- the youth pastor here, kind of started reaching out to me and was like, come to youth group, and I was like, screw you, like. <laughs> <laughs> which is not unlike our relationship now, but um, so he kind of started to kind of break me down and kind of like, he, he made it very clear that he wasn't going to give up on me. And so I was like, mm, and I'm very stubborn. Um, and so, Confirmed. yeah, so he, he made it clear he wasn't going to give up on me. So he and I kind of started like talking more and I started asking him more questions about life and God and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, this is probably like seventh, maybe, maybe the beginning of eighth grade. And so, um, during that time, I kind of like, you know, opened up to more, to finding out more about what happened when I was a kid. Um, and so, which, I mean, I was 13, I was still a kid, but whatever. So, um, and at that point, my mom and I never, cause because she worked, like we didn't really have a connection or like a relationship ever. So, like and you know she worked up until like I was in high school so it wasn't like we really ever connected or like had a relationship so it wasn't like and she had she was broken from a long time ago so having conversations with her about this kind of stuff never ended up well and I just learned that it was better to not ask questions because then she didn't cry (laughs) that's so so, um relatable yeah so it was kind of just like I'm just gonna leave it alone so then um I started to kind of investigate, like, on my own and kind of with Kevin and all that kind of stuff, like, at the end of seventh grade and found out that my dad had actually committed suicide. Like, he was living out of, like, cars and hotels and stuff, and then they, like, found him in a hotel room. And so it was, like, that moment, I think, like, I won't, I mean, I won't forget it, but it was definitely, a like, more than a punch in the gut. Like, it was, like, oof, you know? Um, so... That was, like, the beginning of eighth grade, and, like, like the year of eighth grade was probably a great year because I was started going to youth group, and I had all this, like, fun time at youth group and just played games, and, I mean, I don't know what Kevin was preaching, like, psh, you know, but I learned <laughs> to have fun, and I think that's the value of youth group for, like, like kids is, like, learning how to have fun in, like, positive ways because I probably wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for, like, that outlet, huh. and so... um yeah, so anyway, so, but then I would go home and, like, cry myself to sleep because I was, like, why is this happening to me? Like, you know, like, what? This doesn't make sense. Like, why me? Like, all of those questions that I think a lot of kids ask and this, that victim mentality and stuff. And so then um, I started kind of more thinking about it analytically. And I was, like, wait, normal people don't kill themselves. Like, that's not, like, a thing that happens. It's not like a car accident. Like, you don't accidentally, like, you know, like, that's yeah. not an accident. And so... And back then, like, mental stuff and, like, all that kind of stuff was way less talked about, you know? I think, like, the recent, like, Robin Williams, like, all the recent stars and even the pastor that just committed suicide at Harvest, like, those have really started to, like, bring up more conversations about it. But um, anyways, and so, you know, I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And I started thinking about my childhood, and I was like, wait, he wasn't normal. Because at that point, like, like, up until, like, middle school, like, you're pretty, like, confined in your household seems normal yeah. but then once you kind of like spending night spend nights at like other people's houses and see how other households run you're like this is yeah different. yeah or this like odd. yeah or like my favorite example is like the shoes like some people take their shoes off before they enter the house they're like you know so like learning that or like rinsing the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher like things like that are just different 
but like having a dad who's like demonic and then having like a normal dad is like way like noticeable right especially once you kind of become older and so I was like I started thinking about things he would do and I was like "Mm okay like he wasn't he wasn't mentally all there you know and like there were definitely like little memories that I can like think of that are like very dark is all I can like I don't know how else to explain it and so um yeah and so then I started thinking about it and I was like gosh shoot like another like now I have to deal with this you know and so then um that was kind of my eighth grade year and I was kind of just like dealing with it and I didn't really know like to the extent of like like where in the spectrum of like crazy he fell mm. but I knew it was like crazy <laughs> And so, um, at the end of my eighth grade, I was like, I can handle this. Like, you know, like I'll, I'll figure it out, like whatever. And then, um, my brother, he was in high school at La Salle at the time. And he was, I think he was like a junior probably. And he was very, he was a very interesting person. He, um, got his pilot's license before he got his driver's license. Wow. Yeah. When he was like 16 or whatever. Um, or I think you can, yeah, I don't know. So he was flying planes and doing all of this very, like, adventurous things. Like, he would go, like, scuba diving and, like, he was very determined to do whatever he wanted to do. Like, regardless, he wasn't going to let anything stand in his way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so he was very talented in a lot of ways like that. Um, and he was really, really smart and stuff. But he was also probably, like, influenced by my dad or something because he was also not mentally, like, all there, I don't think. Um, and so when I was entering high school during that summer, he actually got in a plane crash in Corona Hills while he was teaching a student how to fly and died. And I, we didn't even find out until the next day because, um, because he was so adventurous and gone all the time that like my mom keeping track of him was like pointless. (laughs) Like it wasn't going to happen. And so, and he kind of hated us too. So it was kind of like, okay. So, um, I remember his girlfriend coming over the next morning and was like, where's Matthew? Like, and we were like, you, you tell sh- us. yeah. <laughs> and I remember pulling her, pull, her pulling me into the hallway and like showing me like, um, like a thing on her phone that said like, oh, this small plane crash in Corona, like you know, two people died. And I was like, I'm sure that's not him. Like, and she's like, Mariah, like, like where, where is he? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm sure that's not him. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like that could never happen, right? Like, yeah. you know. And I, plus, I was like, psh, like I already went, like you know, like I already did this once. Like I'm not doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> And so, um, you know, we actually ended up driving out to Corona and finding out that it was him. And so then that kind of took my mom out is kind of the way I, the best way to phrase it is like, you know, like she was already way broken and like into sin and like a lot of things were going on. But I think losing a kid, which is like the most unnatural thing that can happen, like it's just not the natural order of things. Like I think that like officially took her out of the game. I know it's probably a bad way to say that, but whatever. And so pretty good metaphor. Yeah. So then, um, like she was out for the season or something. I don't know. <laughs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, I went to high school and that was a rough year as well because, um, like changing youth groups was hard here because it's a small group and like the high school group had already kind of like clicked and kind of men like molded together and mm-hmm. entering into that is like. St- hard and I was very shy like like I used to not talk as a kid like I was just like silent and Phil actually told me he was like I was pretty worried about you and your kid like you just never talked and I was like well I had a good reason (laughs) (laughs) and he was like I'm glad you started talking (laughs) 
Um, True. But yeah, so then um, like entering into that was hard for like a shy girl. So anyways, um, and then there was a lot going on at home. My mom was kind of like, you know, I was the only one left for her to like take things out on and stuff. And so I like, you know, was taking care of her and making sure, you know, she didn't like do things and, you know, it was just rough. And so then entering into my sophomore year, I think this is where the story kind of, you know, gets good. So just keep your seatbelts on. <laughs> I had like two really bad weeks where like people talk about like their like, 11th hour or like their ninth hour, whatever hour is like the latest hour. I don't know, you know, like, like, or like the bottom of the pit. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, I don't get that reference, but no <laughs> like, idea. Like you're like, like you're like desperate for Jesus. Like it's that point. And so, um, I had these two weeks where like, I couldn't even like focus on, I think now people would probably call it like a mental breakdown, but we didn't have that label of that, you know, in when I was in high school. So, um, it was more of like, I couldn't focus. I couldn't, I didn't do homework, which like I always did my homework. Like I, I didn't have conversations with people. Like I couldn't focus. I was just overcome with like, like jealousy of like my friends who had great families and great family lives. And like, like there was no one I could relate with like at all. Like there was no one who had gone through anything that I had gone through. And, um, and no one had answers for me either. And it was just like, you know, like I had all these questions and every question I asked, the answer led me to another question. Yeah. And I was just so done. Like I was so frustrated. And so like, and I, I got to the point where I was like, I can't live like this. Like this is an unlivable life. Like, you know, and so um, someone told me, they just said very calmly, they said, you know, if you're struggling with something, just give it to God. And I was like, who the, like, <laughs> like you have no idea what I'm going through. Like, you that can't. That is not helpful. Yeah, I was just very, I probably responded in a very disrespectful way. Like, I was so, like, I don't know, just overcome with all of these, you know, woe is me, like, just terrible, you know just totally focused on my situation and, and, you know, why me? And, you know, but then, you know, I got to the point where I'm like, I have to do something like, you know, and I remembered that phrase and I was like, all right, God, like, like if you're real, like you have to take this from me. Cause I cannot live like this. Like I just can't. And, um, I remember waking up the next day and not feeling the same way. Huh. Like something had changed and I went to school and I like could, like conversate and like I wasn't like overcome with like extreme jealousy like there was still like there was still definitely jealousy inside yeah. me and stuff but there wasn't like that overwhelming like mm. I can't function <laughs> and so I was like this is just me and my brain thinking it's gonna work like reverse psychology or whatever like you know this is just me thinking it's gonna work so it's gonna work and um but then it continued to get better like it was mm. a continual progress and then and then, like, the weird, the weirder part happened where I was, like, I started to, like, have a desire to, like, read the Bible or, like, pray. And I was, like, what the, like, you know, like, I had gone here and, like, learned the rules, but I had never had, like, a relationship with Christ. Like, yeah. that was, I learned, like, Christianity was, like, you do your homework, <laughs> you don't get in trouble, don't pull your tab, like, you know, all those things. Um, I'd only pulled my tab twice, or no, once, and I cried when I did it. So, you know, that, that taught you the fear that Los Altos <laughs> instilled in me. And so, um, I forget where I was. Oh, shoot. The tab pulling really threw me off. <laughs> I brought up some trauma. You, 
getting into reading your Bible and praying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was kind of the beginning. Of, so that was the beginning of like my real relationship with Christ. Like I had accepted Christ mm-hmm. when I was like in first grade here in chapel, like everyone else does, because you're told to do it kind of thing. You like, you know, like or at least you were. I don't know what the situation is now. So, yeah, but like you were kind of like highly encouraged. Is maybe a better way to say yeah. it. And so I'm not hating on Los Altos. I love Los Altos, but I was definitely very scared here as a child. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah, so I kind of started to, like, build that relationship, and then, like, life just kind of got better in a way, and I don't want to say that, like, oh, like, you kind of become a Christian and life's better, like, that's not how that works, mm-hmm. but, um, like, I started to become more, like, outgoing and more, like, you know, confident and stuff, and, like, the next year, I went on this mission trip to Mexico, and when I was down there, God was clearly like, he, I could hear him say, like, take your church here. And I was like, yeah, you're crazy. I'm 16. Basically, a, like, a very baby Christian. Like, a like a new infant Christian. Like, this is ridiculous. And then, like, that ended up happening. And, like, it just, God used me so many ways when I was so young in him. And so, like, I don't know, fresh in him. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way to say it. But, um, yeah. And so then... Um, and Kevin and Tiffany kind of still kind of were, they were definitely still in my life and like still investing in me. And that kind of slowly evolved in high school and like into college and stuff. And I remember we went on a vacation together and I remember when I was coming back, I could hear God say like, I'm rewriting your childhood. Because I had never been on vacation when I was a kid. Mm. Like, you know, because that was just not something we did. And so, you know, I wasn't even allowed to, like, have sleepovers. Like, there was very crazy. Um, but that was very controlling. And so it was, like, I could hear him say that. And I'm, like, wow, like, how many people get to experience, like, mm. a redoing of their child? Like, no one should be able to, like, my time's gone. Like, I was, whatever, 17, 18, like, my time should be, like, over. Like, I yeah. was a kid. Like, now I'm an adult. Like, this shouldn't be happening. Um, but, like, God is just that good, like, that he, like, did that for me. And so I think that's what I'm, like, most grateful for mm-hmm. is, like, that how, how God's worked in my life in that way. Um, and, like, they've been, like, you know, incredible, like, force in my life of, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, correcting a lot of my thinking, like, you know, correcting a lot of my, like, worldly thinking into, like, godly thinking and stuff and, you know, things like that and kind of showing me, showing me how to, like, have healthy relationships has been a big one, too. They've definitely shown me how to do that. Um, Just the other day, like, I had a conversation with Tiff about, like, fighting and I was like, yeah, like, Kyle and I don't really fight and she was like, and she kind of was talking about, like, you should fight, but, like, and I was like, we don't. And she was like, you guys do. It's just healthy fighting. And you don't even recognize that you're fighting because it's healthy fighting. Because mm. all I know is, like, this, like, yelling and screaming each other and, like, yeah. ends up very not good. And so, you know, she was like, no, like, you're having a – you're actually in a healthy relationship. You just don't even see it. <laughs> I was like, I guess you're right. Um, so things like that, they've definitely, like, been, like, correcting my thinking on and stuff. Um, and, yeah, and so then I – after high school – I went into college, and I actually enrolled at Castle Long Beach, and I went to the SOAR day, the, like, orientation day, and I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. I knew it in my heart, and I left, and I enrolled at, I think, OCC? Yeah, and started going to community college, hopped around from OCC to LBCC and all the community colleges around here (laughs) to get my units, 
and then ended up transferring to Cal State Long Beach in the spring of 2017, which is a God story in and of itself. Like, I, I shouldn't have been allowed to transfer. Like, like I was too late on the process because LBCC didn't tell me anything, and it was like, it was the madhouse at LBCC, and so trying to get all the paperwork and stuff done was like, they were like, we shouldn't do this, but we'll do it for you. And like, uh, it was just a God thing, like one after another. And I was like, praise God, because like, I was not about to like wait another semester. Um, and so that was kind of a crazy God thing too. And then um, I, and then like a couple years ago, I had a conversation with a leader at the church who had been kind of involved in my like childhood life and all this kind of stuff. And he was the one to like confirm like, that my dad was as like influenced by the devil as he was. And he, cause like he would just, he was sharing things with me that like my dad would do. And he was like, I've never seen like, you know, or he, he kind of expressed like, yeah, like he was definitely like demonic. Like there's no other way to like explain that. And so I think that is probably a terrifying thing to realize too, is like the person that was like changing your diapers and like taking you to school every day was, you know, like just demonic is pretty hard to realize. And I think that's also another reason why I believe in like the spiritual forces that I do because I've experienced it and I've seen like how dark it can get. Mm. I'm sure I haven't even experienced like the darkest of the dark, but um, I think once you've been there, it's like, you can't, you can't deny it and stuff. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I don't know. But now, and it's, it's something I fight. I think that's like the biggest like brain fight is like telling, telling myself I'm not crazy is kind of a, a real fight that I have with myself, which is kind of interesting. But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else there is to share. I'm sure there's more to share. I mean, I always have a million questions. She opens so. the press to questions. Yeah, open them open to questions. I'm better with questions, I think, than just rambling on. <laughs> uh, I mean, you did, you you did fine. rambled pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> we learned. Um. In dealing with when he was gone, like what? My dad. Yeah. Okay. Um, what were, because you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like what, what were you processing through in terms of like he's who's supposed to be around, he's who's supposed to be supporting me and doing this. Yeah. And now like he made this other decision or like this is who... Well, like when exactly are you talking about? Like, do you think, because I think up until... Because you were confused early on because you yeah, didn't have all the details. Right. So you couldn't, like, there was no way to process that other right, than he's yeah. gone. Like, yeah. this is a new reality. Yeah. But, like, once you found out why, yeah. what were those questions like? What was that thought process for so you? So once I found the truth, yeah. that he had, like, killed himself. Yeah. Okay. I think the questions that I had were very much like... um. Well, so the first thing I heard after I heard that, that, like, that he had killed himself was that it's a very selfish act. Like, that was the next sentence. And so, for me, it, that was an influence, but I was also very much, like, you know, he, 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 he doesn't love me. Like, you know, that was definitely, like, a statement that I have made and sometimes still do make is like, you know, like he must not have loved me enough because he didn't even want to see me grow up, you know, like he didn't care enough, like those kind of things. Um, and questions of like, you know, like, I mean, why is like, why did he kill himself? Or like, you know, like, like, you know, what was going on back then that led him to that? 
Um, and there was definitely like, because my brother was heavily influenced on my dad and was defensive to my dad to like the end, um, figuring out kind of like which side was right. Like, was my mom crazy or was my dad the crazy? Like kind of like, turns out probably both, but like, you know, like figuring out who's, who was right. Like he said, she said was a huge issue and stuff. And, um, you know, like that kind of, that kind of stuff was a question of like, who's right, you know, like am I crazy? Like, am I going to end up crazy? Like (laughs) that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What's, what's the status of your mom now? Um, she is, I think because she was just controlled so much, um, that it's hard for her to live a life uncontrolled if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and she's very, it's like when, when a prisoner gets out of like a 40 year sentence mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, you all of a sudden end of the world yeah. and you're like, uh, what do I do? Yeah. And that sentence is, was attached with like guilt and shame and yeah. all sorts of like, you know, emotions that were mm-hmm. impressed upon her and stuff. And so, um, she's involved in different like nonprofits and stuff. And I think that cause she's retired, she retired a couple years a couple years ago and so um she's she keeps herself busy with like administrative work i think that's like good for her and it distracts her a lot um but she doesn't do well with like change or like anything like that and we don't really have a relation like her and i don't have a relationship that much um you know we can have a conversation it's fine but yeah. it's definitely very um super it's very wide it's very superficial um which is i think for it's been my decision because it's been my like self-protective decision because mm-hmm. every time I tried to have a relationship with her, it kind of ended up being again, like I was the mom, like I took care of her. Like I cleaned her up every day. Like, you know, it was definitely like, I was never the kid in the situation. So that's kind of the status of her. She's not a terrible, like she's not a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. It's been um, through more than, people should reasonably expect to be through yeah so you know but i think she's made a choice to not grow and i think that's where her and i kind of rub that 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 was going to be my next question is like if there's something that you can go back (coughs) and see your mom's process and all of this Mm -hmm. what's like one thing that you think she could have done one way she could have reached out one way like is there something that you're like, man, if she would have been able to do this, then she would have, things would be different. Hmm. I don't know. I think. I mean, it's hard because you look back yeah. at that and then it just like creates regret. And yeah. then you're like hypothetical. I hate hypotheticals, <laughs> but we can get into that later. But I mean, it helps. Like, yeah. Learning from other people's experiences is yeah. a good part of like how we move forward. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know. I think she, she did her best to like, I like, you know, like after Matthew died, my brother, we like, she put us all into like group therapy basically. Mm-hmm. And that like, didn't go well. Like that just like, we, like I was with like a bunch of other people with like his friends and stuff and it was just, it didn't go well. And I was pretty closed off to like emotions and stuff up until like hi- after high, like high schoolish, like middle high school, because I was in like a protective, take care of the people I take care of her, like, you know, like kind of, kind of a mode. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she could have done anything different. Like, 
I don't know. I've never really asked, asked myself that question, but I think um, if she had relied more on God, which is kind of a cop out, I don't want to say that, but yeah. I don't think she, I don't think she's, you know, in a relationship with him. So it's kind of very much like if that had been more of a factor, I think yeah. things may be different. I don't know. Where are you going? Turn the air off. Oh, wow. Well, that broke the ice. (laughs) Jake's moving around the studio. I don't know why you don't just announce that this is happening so that we have to sit around confused. (laughs) I mean, she had just finished her statement. (laughs) It was okay, Jake. You're fine. You can interrupt me. I don't care. So. Yeah. Your anticipatory <laughs> situation throws me off. Because um, as somebody who didn't, I didn't have my biological dad around when I was a kid, and then with my stepdad, we're similarly like not super close. Yeah. We didn't have conversations, that whatever. Um, I was able to find that example and that influence in other people. Not that I was, I wouldn't say I was seeking it out, yeah. But my subconscious definitely was attracted to it yeah. in various ways. Yeah. So how what what has that experience been like for you? Um I think it's been interesting because whenever I kind of explain my family situation to people, like they don't get it. Because I think the people that I've interacted with, their family is very traditionally created. And it's hard for people to like understand family in other ways. And I think other people, people from other cultures and countries and stuff kind of, kind of understand this better because their family like structure is, is way more expanded. Um, and they're like, you know, inner circle family is, is this the question you're asking me? (laughs) Cause you're looking at me like it's not. No, I, I don't know how I was looking at you. I wasn't meaning to look at you. I was trying to be, (laughs) I was trying to show you what I was trying to follow. Okay. I'm not sure. I think you're in the middle of where you're going. So okay, okay, I'll okay. Know once you get there. Okay. I'm just saying that, like, kind of, like, I think you're asking me that, like, how has, like, having a confusing family situation, like, in, is that the question? No. No? Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, in me, like, I would, once I was in, this happened after I started going to church. Yeah. Um, I found multiple families who I just gravitated towards hanging out with those families because there were clear family dynamics that were very different from my own. Oh, okay. And I appreciated that and like allowed myself to with the acknowledgement of them being like, no, you're like a family member now too. Like having that acceptance being in. So like how it currently is with the Mm curses how it used to be with uh, these families, the Tylers and the Turners. Like uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. Yeah. So, like, the way, like, I would just want to be around those families because I'm seeing yeah. how they're interacting and it's different than what yeah. I had. And yeah. so, like, it's not like it was replacing yeah. my family, but it was like, this is, because it's different this and because it's attractive. Yeah. It, it just led me to that because it was something that I wasn't necessarily yeah. experiencing before. Yeah. So in that way, yeah. like I can point specifically to these yeah. three men individually yeah. as like these were father figures yeah. in my life because I watched them 
be Christian right. husbands and Christian right. dads and do this stuff. And right. that was, yeah. so they kind of filled that role in my life. What did that look like? Yeah. Okay. Did that I happen s- for you? What is that? Yeah. I don't think I, um, I don't think that's, I think you are more analytical in that than I am. So I don't think I necessarily like was like, subconsciously I don't know maybe maybe subconsciously sure but I don't think yeah I wasn't doing it intentionally I realized much yeah. after the fact like oh I actually benefited a lot from that and right. subconsciously it was good so I right. wanted to keep going right yeah no I think um I don't know I think like like probably there was a level of like my subconscious is like attracted to that because it's it was healthy and normal right. and not toxic um but I don't know, but like it was, it was a mutual decision to kind of like let me in or whatever, you know, like that wasn't exactly like that was a mutual decision that had to be made. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. I don't know. I'm having trouble answering the question because <laughs> I don't really understand it, I guess. I'm sorry. Did you, I'll try. Okay. Um, did you gravitate towards families that you saw that were being necessarily like a family that you wanted to be like a part of in a way? Maybe, I guess. Maybe, I I don't know. Like who would you consider family now? Like are you connected to, are there cousins and stuff? Like like my biological family or just like? Like those are separate questions. Okay, okay. But like, because like when people talk about family and what family looks like Like yeah obviously i have my family that i'm connected to and grew up in the house with and that is family and i consider that family okay but i also consider these specific other families to actually be family too just because of the emotional connection and the time okay yeah 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 yeah. okay so i'd say like kevin and tiffany are definitely like Mm -hmm. that fan like my family like and i think like they've they've shown me so much about how to be in a family and be on a team. And I still say, like, I'm really bad at being on a team. Like, I'm really bad at, like, being in a family because I've o- it's always been, like, the lone wolf. Like, it's, I've always just, like, you know, been just by myself. And so um, that's something that, like, I'm realizing as I get older, it's so important to know how to be in a family, like, how to be on a team. And, like, even in sports, like, how to work together is, like, incredibly important. But I think um, – yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think I gravitated more towards them, but I think they also gravitated more towards me, yeah. too, because I think they saw the need and the, like, she's going to go off the rails if someone doesn't do anything, <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, so, yeah, but I think, like, my biological family, I don't, like, the cousins and stuff, like, I don't have, like, back when I was a kid was pretty small, too, so it wasn't like I had that many connections, like, even when I was in the situation. And so like now it's, they're spread out and I don't communicate with them. And even a couple of those biological people are very like toxic. And I try and stay away from those people too, <laughs> just out of self-protection, like, you know, so yeah. Were there any people blood related to your mom and dad that stepped up and were involved in any way along the way? Um, yeah. Grandparents or their aunts and uncles? Like what did that? Yeah. I think there were a couple, but they were all very, 
um, well, my dad's side, no, but my mom's side a little bit, but, um, like they never, like they didn't love, they don't love Jesus. Like there's no, they're very, they very different people than like I am, I guess. Um, and that like me as a Christian, like would want to relate to and want to trust in and want to like, um, I don't know, be vulnerable with too. So it's definitely very much like they're not like, they're not safe people to me, I guess it's, and that's kind of a bad way to say it, but they're not like, they didn't like, they were never like, Oh, let's talk about this. Like, let me explain what's going on to you. Like that wasn't a thing. They were more just like superficial relationships. None of them intentionally intervene on your behalf. Mm. Correct. Yeah, correct. Which was, it was a very, very messy situation to do. And my dad was very dangerous. So I understand why they didn't, you know, like. Well, but even after, yeah. after he was gone, like yeah. nobody. No, not really. I don't know. Huh. Family dynamics. Yeah. That's... Every family is unique. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back again with like the faith aspect. Yeah what how do you you kind of touched on it before but like a more focus how do you see how god was active in it Mm. and in like a faith affirmation it's very easy for non-believers to just be like no you just yeah you got yourself through it you survived on your own like you made it work like how can you like put into words like how you know this was for sure a God thing. And yeah. this is how I know God is real based on my experience. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think Satan tried to kill me from the beginning. Like, I think that's been my, like, that's been my very, like the dialogue that's been in my head. And as a recent graduate, I think that's been something that I've been thinking about is like, wow, like I never thought I'd make it this far. Hmm. Like I never thought I would like, if you had told me five years ago that I'd be a college graduate in like healthy relationships and have like a stable life, like, I would have been like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that sounds far-fetched. Um, and so I think the dialogue that's always been playing both like externally and internally has been very much like, and externally I mean like my experience and then internally like the, the dialogue in my head has definitely been like, you're not like worth it. You're not going to make it. Like mm-hmm. no one's going to like help you. Like you are in this on your own. Like mm-hmm. that's been the dialogue of my life. Like, and yeah. you can see that very clearly and so I think um that's been the dialogue up until where God came in and was like no like I have a family for you I have a place for you I have a I have a home for you like like it's the this is your home and like I do care for you and people do care like you know like and I think um like I've never seen God more clearly than through like my family and through my church like the people here are like some of the most caring people that you'll ever meet. And, you know, like you guys have experienced that. And so, um, I think that way, and I think also like hearing God speak to me and like very clearly communicating with me is something like you can't deny. I don't know. It's just like very, very clear the way he speaks to me. And even like, even the fact that I'm with Kyle is like very much like, God spoke to me and like he like because I was not about it for a long time and so I don't think I 
I mean, we don't need to be privy to all those details, oh, but like, no, it's, what? A, it's a, so like we had coached together kind of like we'd coach at the same school. And so like before and after we would like just hang out and talk with like the other coaches and stuff. And he claims he liked me. I don't know how, like, you know, he claimed he was interested. I don't know, whatever. And so like, I don't know how much of that, how interested he was. And so then um, the other football coach, Blake, he was playing matchmaker and would run to each of us and say like, oh, she's interested. Oh, he's interested. When neither of us were talking to him <laughs> or like, because I wasn't interested. So he would go and tell Kyle, oh, she, she definitely wants you to ask her out. Like you should ask her out today. And Kyle was As like, if that's something you would ever say. Yeah. <laughs> not in your personality to do whatsoever. Yeah, and I didn't know who Blake was. I was like, I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> even if I was, like, no. And so then, um, but Blake is very direct and very much like, let's get this going. And so then uh, the last day I was even going to be there, Blake was like, just stay, just stay, just stay here. Like, don't go anywhere. And I was like, you just want me to stand out in the middle of the LCS, like, <laughs> playground and just wait for Kyle. Like, no, this is ridiculous. And so then <laughs> I ended up talking to Steve Shears. And then Faith, the student, and uh, Kyle came out and asked me out in front of technically my boss and my student. <laughs> and he asked me to go get tacos with him on the next Tuesday. And oh, I was like, man. sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went out and got – so, Jacob, I don't know if you'll remember this, but it was when we were decorating for Haley's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And Karen and Tiff were both trying to get me to leave. Yes. And I didn't want to go. Yep. I distinctly remember that. <laughs> and they were like, do you want to tell Jacob why you have to go? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember looking back and I'm like, oh, because I was, I just joined the party with Karen and Tiffany. I was like, you need to leave. I don't know why you need to leave, but you need to leave. So get out. I, yeah, I do remember that. So that, that was like our first date. And so then it went terribly. It was super awkward. <laughs> like he got horchata and I was like, we're not the same people. Like I always get water at restaurants. <laughs> like we're not the same people. Like, You're just ready to just be done <laughs> because he got horchata. Yikes. Yeah. I, I still get railed for that. And I was so nervous. <laughs> I was not doing well. Like I was like, yeah. And so then like, I wasn't trying to impress him. Like I didn't like do my, like I didn't do my hair. Like I could care less. Like I was like, no, like I was not oh, about it. Poor guy. I know. I feel bad now. <laughs> And he was oh, so nervous, man. too. Like, he's this poor little kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so not a, not a good way to describe. Well. Uh, I mean, at the time, I guess it's fine. Yeah. I had a little bit more stake in it because I've known Kyle since he was, like, 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, did you know this was going on? I. When did you guys go to the movies? The movies. Oh. Uh, it was after that then, right? Yeah, way after. I think that was after, like, the whole thing that happened. That, yeah. The God thing. Okay, so you're getting there. Yeah, I'm getting that, into the God thing. Because that was when, because I, so at the time I didn't know. And then it was, but I had seen you two like hanging out and talking a lot. Well, because we went to a basketball game and yeah. Jacob at LCS and Jacob was like, Mariah, why are you here? And I was like, Jacob, shut up. <laughs> well, I didn't know. That was literally your response is Jacob, <laughs> no. shut up. No. But you, <laughs> it was like, it was like. Because I was confused. Yeah. Because Mariah hates sports. <laughs> So, and I was, like, keeping score or something. I was like, why are you here? Yeah, okay. and I was like, I'm here to see the students. Like, You probably alone. said something like that. I'm yeah. like, all right, fine. Like, I dubbed it. Yeah. But anyways, so that happened. So then uh, we had gone out a few times after that, and it was just, like, I was, like, not about it. I was trying to get out, and he was, like, and he was definitely not putting <laughs> pressure. actively <laughs> trying to get out. Yeah. Well, I was, like, not. 
I was not interested. Yeah, and so you were not helping. Yeah. And so, and poor Kyle was like, there's no pressure. Like it's okay. <laughs> but I like, I can't say no. And I like feel bad. Like I felt bad and it was just <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible. And so then, uh, we had planned to actually go bowling, believe it or not. And about two hours before, and like, like every time I went out with him, like, I was sweating. I was like shaking. I was like, you'd never really done this before. Yeah, I never dated any. Like, I'd never yeah. gone on any date. Like, I'd never like this was like. For the record, Kyle wasn't making you nervous. The experience yeah, itself. Yeah, 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 was yeah. Yeah, I territory. mean, yeah. And so, yeah, that's a good clarification. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and so, we had gone. We were. We'd made plans to go bowling, and I was like, <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't do this, you know? And I basically had a mental, like, I, like, was crying. Like, I could not do it. And so, um, and Tiff was trying to get me to go. And she had gone for a run. And she was like, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. Like, because, you know, like she's. Like, cancel. <laughs> and so then while she was running, I texted Kyle. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't do this. Like, it's not you. Like, it really wasn't him. It was just my mental status. Yeah. Like, I could not. I was in the middle of that stats class. Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, my mental status. Like, I couldn't. Imagine Khalil with accounting. And that was Mariah with stats. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I was. Oh, man. I was not doing well. And I just texted him. I was like, I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is not a fake thing. Like, this is. Like, I'm really, like, not doing well. Like, and I just didn't want to. Like, I just didn't want anyone to get close to me. Like, I did not want to get close to anyone. I didn't want anyone to get close to me. And so, um, I don't know if he believed that, you know, or not, but he responded very sweetly and he was like, you know, don't be a stranger. Like, let me know if you need anything. And this is a guy that like, I basically dumped like, you know, like, and he's like, you know, don't be a stranger. Like no one should be that nice. Like the, <laughs> like, the fact that he hasn't gotten taken advantage of is amazing. And so, <laughs> I and, mean, and so the next if day, you know anything about his family? This is not new territory. Yeah, like and regarding him being yeah, a their whole family great individual, very nice, yeah. <laughs> very kind people, which yeah. I just don't understand. And so, um, and so the next day, so this is past football season. Okay, this is important to know. The Chargers had lost a long time, like long time ago. Like they were not popular at this time. Like, and Kyle and I had talked. They about were in the playoffs last year. They went pretty far. So this was during last summer. No. no. This no, was this was like January or something like, but the Chargers had it's lost. It's already been that long. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah, ten months. Oh boy. I know. So um, what happened? So like the Chargers had like lost, like they were like yeah. done, like. But Kyle and I had talked about the Chargers before, and you know how like your phone listens to you, so like you'll get an ad for something like. <laughs> yes. That had never happened when Kyle and I were actually like talking or anything, and so the next day after that interaction that I kind of like dumped him if you will like which is I didn't actually dump him I just said I couldn't do it like we never even DTR'd at that point like we had been on like three dates like you know like it's not fair to call it dumping so yeah so I pull up my phone and there's a Chargers ad on my like Facebook and I swear to god I threw my phone (laughs) (laughs) I was like like sports should not like it was not in my (laughs) life like you guys know sports was not in my life before and so I was like so the next, so then the next day, I saw a Chargers license plate frame, and I was like, like what the yeah. heck? 
And every day I like saw a charger sign or a fa- charger's Facebook, sometimes more than, even if I didn't even go outside, which happened several times during this period, <laughs> it was like a month long. I would get charger signs like sent to me. And it was like, I remember one time we, after church, we'd gone to pizza or something and I turn around and I'm talking to Karen and the chargers are on the TV in the background. And I'm like, what the, like, they're not even doing well. Like, why are they on the TV? Like, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're done. Like they're, they're not going to do anything now. Like. You know, and so it was a month long of this. And then, like, I would go to Chick-fil-A, and I would look at the name tag of the person. It would be Kyle. And I'm like, I don't look at the name tags for the people that serve me. She knows Kyle. Yeah, it wasn't that Kyle. It was some other Kyle. It was at the town center, though. But anyways, so, like, things like that would happen. Or, like, I was watching Friends, and it was when Phoebe was dating a guy named Kyle. And I was like, like, why can't I get away? Like, why can't I get away from this guy? Like... And then he, like, would add me on Facebook, and I'd be like, what? Like, why? Why? Like, I dumped – like, I kind of dumped you. Like, I don't understand. You don't want to be a stranger. And s- yeah, really. Because you're so active on Facebook all the time. Yeah, really. <laughs> and so, and so um, then on the Super Bowl, which was also my birthday last year, Tiff ran the half marathon mm-hmm. in Huntington Beach. So we're all down there, and we actually uh, – Kevin's cousin's kid actually got lost that day. We had to, like, call the cops. It was crazy. Like, lost on PCH, like, during the half marathon. Like, we thought she was gone. It was crazy. Yeah, we found her. She was, like, she was like I think 11 at the time, something like that. It was crazy. Um, but anyways, that's besides the point. Kyle texted me during that time, and he was like, wow, so crazy. Your, you know, birthday falls on Super Bowl. Like, like happy birthday. And I was like, <laughs> and, like, that pit in your stomach is just like, oh, my gosh. Like, like I dumped him and he's texting me happy birthday like like set, like a kind soul like you should not be a person like you shouldn't be real like like <laughs> after this everyone's going to love Kyle and hate you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so evil. Yeah, really. And so then um so then the story like God doesn't end there. Like so then I'm like still like I'm like I'm not going to res- like I'm just not going to respond. Like I'm not going to like deal well, with this right now. <laughs> so, then, so then after she ran the half marathon which is like Amazing. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Anybody that can run more than a 5K at once, I'm very Yeah. Anyone who can run more than a block, <laughs> I'm impressed with. We went out to lunch, and this is the Super Bowl Sunday. The, yeah. Who was playing? New York Patriots and the Rams, right? Well, the New York Patriots. New, it's fine. New England. The New Patriots, England. The Patriots yeah, and New England. Rams. You're good. I was You're close. Fine. I was I'm close. I'm not going to hold that again. <laughs> yeah. So they're playing. We yeah. go out to pizza at lunch, and a woman walks in wearing a Charger shirt. And I'm like, it is Super Bowl Sunday. You should be wearing Patriots or Rams. Like, why are you wearing a Charger shirt? It's Super Bowl Sunday. They were gone a long time ago, you know? And I'm just like, it hits me again, right? Like, you know? And then I go outside to put something in the car just because I needed to take a walk. I turn around, and there's a Charger sticker on the back of this car. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is like... This is re- this is like I was so pissed at God like I can't even tell you like I was so angry. How dare God inundate your life with chargers? Yeah, I, like like halfway into this whole process, the whole charger sign thing, I told God I was like I'm not talking to you anymore. Like <laughs> we were. So you get this stupid crap out of my face. Yeah, like, we are not friends. God and I were on a break, you know. Like, <laughs> there's a friends reference. For we you. were on a break. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, we went home. And Tiff was like, you have to, like, you have to respond. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it was kind of like, like, I could <laughs> to hear. To the happy birthday text. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I could hear God clearly say, God. I could, <laughs> I could hear God clearly say, like, this is your last chance. So I was like, all right. Like, and I said, like, hey, like, thanks. And I was like, you know, like, 
too bad that I, I was like, too bad the Chargers aren't in the Super Bowl. Like, I said something, like, you know, dumb or whatever. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, hey, like, if you ever want to hang out again, like, I promise I won't, like, you know, bail. I think I said something like that. And I was like, I was like, but if I screwed it up, like, I get it. Like, no harm done, right? And he texted back pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, you were giving him as many outs as possible. And he was like, he was like, I'd love to. And then um, we went out a couple times and stuff. And then, like, I don't know, a couple dates in, I was, he was, we kind of had to DTR, and I told him, I was like, look, the only reason we're together is because God gave me charger sign after charger sign for a <laughs> month straight. And then after I, after I, like, kind of, like, said yes and committed, charger sign stopped. <laughs> and it was only, it's only been when, like, I've doubted our relationship and, like, the validity of our relationship that I'd see a charger sign. And... People are like, this is, cr- you're crazy. And I'm you like. You should like write to the Chargers and be like, so this is the situation. So give us season <laughs> tickets. Kyle would like that. But <laughs> I would not enjoy that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like literally like how God speaks to me is like, he's very direct with me, which I appreciate because I don't like ambiguity or not knowing information. But. It's true. Yeah. So like, I don't know if that kind of. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, I'd say that answered it pretty thoroughly. <laughs> Kyle, I apologize in advance for us, I don't know, getting that deep. I guess uh, I'm, okay. I'm assuming you're okay with it. <laughs> you and four other people are going to listen to this. Based that was on rude. Recent. Okay, you haven't seen our Spotify statistics recently. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> people stopped caring. Not entirely. I know Kyle listens to all of them. Although he hasn't texted me about any of them recently. Come on, Kyle. Whatever. This guy still let me. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's, like, God's very direct. Like, he's very direct. I don't know. So that's why I believe in him, because, like, he's been very direct with me. Because these coincidences are too strong to be coincidences. Yeah, that's one literally. Thing, that's one thing I always, like, like, I, if I ever, like, were to, like, go away from, like, my faith and stuff like that, there would, like, somehow be something that, like, draws me back. And it's very interesting that God does that, where he's just, like, it's very, like, very little things that he just places to remind you about things, you're like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah. Like, he does such, like, micro things where you're just like, yeah, huh, like, this isn't a coincidence. Yeah. And, I mean, Kyle still gets drinks at restaurants, and we're still together, so, like, we worked <laughs> it out, you know. So. Because <laughs> you're opposed to getting anything but water? I just, I usually just don't see, like, the, like, the value. Like, I just feel, I'm too cheap, I guess. I don't know. Unless it's, like, a big celebration. Like, you know, like, I just... Normally, generally. Right, that's so do you drink anything other than water? Yeah, I drink coffee and stuff. and like. But will you go buy a coffee? Or do you yeah, make it at home? Yeah, but I work at a coffee shop, so I, you know, drink yeah, for right. free, kind of. Yes? Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. <laughs> I am so entertained <laughs> Do you have more questions? Those are those are. I good. didn't know those were. That was a good origin story. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, and Kevin was being really annoying for a lot of parts of it. In which parts? With with the start of being with Kyle and then the other guy who. Things oh. Were co- we're not gonna yeah, get into yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah. I, I could. I'll tell you that story later. There's an update on that. I'll tell oh you later. boy. Yeah. You as in us, not you as in listeners. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. you just get the deal. Um, 
the <laughs> but just like the way because Kevin is obviously on your side and trying to protect yeah. you and help you the whole time. Yeah. And the even prospect, though it often doesn't feel. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, but for me, like the prospect of Kevin like being so on your side that like the possibility of saying or doing anything to Kyle. Yeah. And I was like, you better not touch Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Mariah's important, but Kyle's mine. <laughs> so, like, you can protect Mariah, and I protect Kyle, and here's where we're going to be. Yeah, it was, oh. it was very interesting. But, yeah, that was a funny dynamic. Yeah, it was very awkward at the beginning, but I'm so glad we're past that. Yeah. But that's why dating's hard. It's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Communication. Yeah, communication, communication is key. Communication from the start. Yeah, definitely. How, I don't mean to get it super serious again, but how Yeah. How long did it take to like open up about your life with Kyle? That's that's a good question. So, um, Have you? <clears throat> well, he was like. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kyle, there's a surprise. <laughs> um, um. Good question, because I actually had that was one of the reasons I didn't want to date was because because it would impact yeah. your relationship and it's yeah. important and like, like how willing you are yeah. to be that open that quick yeah and explaining something like that to someone who comes from a very traditionally formed family yeah um is very like hard for me to do and I don't like mind talking about my stuff like it's my stuff like it's what it is but it it's only uncomfortable for me when other people get uncomfortable and they're like they feel really bad for you and it's just like yeah. like that's uncomfortable for me but um. So with Kyle, um, it was after like we DTR'd and all this kind of stuff and we'd gone out like, you know, several times and, um, he had met me to study or something. So it was probably like a month in and, um, I kind of told him, I was like, I, I have someone I want you to meet. And he was like, okay. And I drove him to Karen's house <laughs> and I got North <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I need you to meet North. Okay. And North was actually terrified of Kyle. Like, he actually, like, was... North were terrified of me. <laughs> that <laughs> like doesn't he make was, any sense. He was terrified, terrified of Kyle. And poor Kyle was probably like, oh, man, this dog doesn't like me. Like, I, I wish. You know, like, anyway. he was he was pretty ner- nervous, like, that North didn't like him. And so then I was like, let's go for a walk. And so then we went for a walk, and I kind of... I, I gave him, like, a very general overview and um, and he was so quiet the whole time. I was so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, because it's very, like, it's like I was like, this is your out, like, you know, like this is kind of like. <laughs> That's what's funny is you are like taking that as like, oh man, this is really this is great. And but Kyle is just like letting you talk and giving you space yeah. and processing, yeah. and trying to be nice. <laughs> and by that time, I knew that he is the kind of person that, like, has to take information in, yeah. like, sleep on it, like, and then comes back with, like, like, he has to process it internally. But still, that's really difficult Which is in very the stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very stressful when you're bearing your childhood trauma. <laughs> like, yeah. And so um, I kind of gave him, like, a very general overview and stuff and didn't, like, get super serious. And I, I don't, you know, like, I was kind of like, and I was like, so there's, like, a lot of, you know, like, I don't think I use the word baggage, but, like, there's a lot of, like, brain like like it's very hard for me to open up like it's very like you know like I'm very like self-protective and all this kind of stuff or whatever and he was like he's like it's okay and I was like okay <laughs> and we we're just walking north and like you know and um and he was like he was kind of like he was like well I knew something was up and I was like what do you mean and he was like your last name's 
different than like like Kevin and Tiffany's. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that, like that's, that was what your response was to like this whole thing was like, I knew something was up. <laughs> I was like, oh, and so then, um, you know, he's, but he's been like, he's been slowly like learning more and more and stuff. Yeah. And even now he's like, he was like, I still don't really have the story straight, but like, I think the beautiful thing is that like, he doesn't really care that much. Like he doesn't really care what the story is. He cares like who I am now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the details aren't the details of what happened aren't as important yeah, as yeah, which is good because I don't remember a lot. <laughs> so, um, you know, but there there have been like very hard things that like I've had to explain to him too, and like, and I think it's sometimes hard for him to like understand like the the darkness part of it, um, yeah. which is like, like totally understandable. But um, so I think that's, but like I gave him a very general overview, like pretty early on because I was kind of like very I felt guilty not telling him yeah if that makes sense like I felt guilty like I felt like I was tricking him or like you know like because like not being up front is not what I do so it's like it's very much like I try not to, I try to be up front as often as I can and so it's very much like I don't know I just wanted him to like know early on so that if he like you know is gonna say like I didn't want him to get attached like you know without having all the you know information if that makes sense I, I mean, so the reason that question came up is because it's an example of it would have been very, I mean, it wouldn't have been easy, Yeah. but you could have not divulged any of that Yeah. and your re- relationship would not be what it is if you were withholding things that were right. difficult, but right. central to who you are yeah. as a person. Yeah. And I think it's really easy for people in general to do that, to yeah. withhold. And like, obviously you don't need to go telling it to everybody yeah, yeah, in every yeah. conversation ever. But, yeah, that would be very depressing. But we, <laughs> but we also often tend to default yeah. to protecting wide, ourselves yeah. and not yeah. doing that. And yeah. it makes it very difficult to bring people yeah. in and to get close with people. And when you're in a relationship like that, yeah. that needs to happen. And yeah. sometimes like it's unlikely that it would have happened with Kyle because who <laughs> Kyle is, but there are other people out there who would yeah. not have handled it well. Right. And you would have experienced right. hurt from having shared right. it and then being rejected right. for it. Which is God again, because like, like I don't think I could have handled like another relationship failing, mm. you know, romantic or not. Like I yeah. was not, I couldn't have handled like another like fail of like, I don't know. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, I would say I think it depends how it would have failed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, we, I mean, and I would say, like, that pain, it sucks to have that pain, but that particular pain would be part of, like, another important growth. Not that yeah. you specifically need more pain to result in more growth <laughs> right, in your right, right. life. Right, right, right. No, I see what you're saying. But, yeah. but for other individuals, like, that's part of the process of yeah. becoming close with people and learning how yeah. to be in relationships, romantic or otherwise. Yeah. That's part of being human yeah. is experiencing that stuff and yeah. we so often go out of our way to, to avoid dull it. that yeah. and avoid it and not have that happen and we don't allow ourselves to fully enter into who we are right and allow other people into that too yeah and it so. is yeah it's super hard and even now he's like he's like you can tell me stuff and i'm like i don't like i'm really bad at self-awareness so i'm not even like like aware yeah. of you like, know what you know when you yeah you can't it's not like there's a folder yeah, somewhere that's yeah, like yeah. this is everything I know and this is everything I've told you and this yeah. Is everything. Uh, yeah yeah so it's it's hard to like kind of I don't know again be on a team like it's yeah, hard it's, it's it's an ongoing learning process yeah 
What? Nothing. <laughs> um, well, we have like 15 minutes left. Yeah. I, before yeah. <laughs> before Raya has to pick up children and before Jake has an interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we won't, Jake don't want to talk about it, so we won't talk about it. Um, but <laughs> we'll just take a huge sidestep and go a different direction. Yeah, do it. Uh, so you are finished with your undergrad. I am. You're a geography major. Yeah. Why? Um, well, <laughs> because people and places, I think, are my two favorite things. Hmm. And so there's that. Um, and I think it was – you can kind of look at anything from a spatial perspective. Like, you can look at anything from how space affects it. And so I think that was intriguing to me. And I also didn't know what else to do. Um, and fun fact, Tiff was a geography major, too. So there, there was that influence as well. Um, and I didn't just want to be, like, communications or, like, a business. Like, I don't want to be with, like, everyone else, like, you know. Um, so I think that's the reason. I think if I could go back, I would maybe choose rec as a major. Because um, I recently just took two rec classes this year and this semester because I needed units. Rec in the form of, like? Like, recreation. Rec like, recreation leisure. Like, so, like, for example, like, jobs from that would be, like, an occupational therapist or a rec oh. th therapist or, like, you know, manager of a gym. Like, they can go, you know, like, from small to big. Um, and so, like, I recently had, like, a rec professor, Mark Wagner, if you're interested. Um, he was, like, he – it was the class of, like, leadership and growth. And, like, that was life-changing. That's where I learned all, like, the temperament stuff and, like, all that kind of stuff. He would, like, put, like, you know, Hebrews, like, blah, blah, blah on the roll sheet or, like, a, a quote from King Solomon on the roll sheet. Like, mm. it was an impactful class. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, not something you'd expect from Castle on Beach at all. Nope. So, yeah, I think if I could go back, I would maybe do rec. But I had a really great, like, experience in geography and stuff. And so, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That, does that answer your question? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The next question is, now what? That's such a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my official like plan is to apply to grad school, um, hopefully UCI, and do their Masters of Urban Planning, mm. um, Masters of Urban and Regional Planning program next fall. But it's hard because you're, I'm kind of still like, not 100% sold on it, you know? And I think where I'm at is, like, God hasn't said no yet. So, like, you Sold know. on that topic or that school? Sold on, yeah, that field. That, thing, that yeah. field, yeah, that, like, urban planning field. Because yeah. I, I think the thing I fight is, like, I don't want to be behind a desk the rest of my life. Like, I can't handle that. Yeah. Um, and so I want to make real impacts and real change and, like, impact real people. And so I think that's kind of my concern. But, um... That's where I'm at. Like, I'm like, I'm going to keep going until God says no. Like, you know. What is a brief description of what it, of what urban planning is? Urban planning. Okay, so urban planning is. Um, <laughs> she got really excited about it. She doesn't know that she wants to do it, but she got really excited well, to describe it. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you're designing spaces to make interactions better and uh. more, like, equitable. So, like, you're designing, like, you're creating, you know. And a, a lot of it has a focus on, like, efficiency. Is someone tearing down a wall next door? Or, like, what? Oh, there's, there's a whole roofing situation. Oh, the roofing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. so. We don't talk about that. Yeah, sorry. Talk sorry. about all the freaking time. Sorry to bring that up. Um, so it's kind of like designing spaces 
to like for a more efficient use. And I'm, I'm a passionate about efficiency, so that makes sense. Um, but it is a lot of behind the desk work, um, which is unfortunate, but, um, so it's like, and it's a lot of like issuing permits for things too, like for construction or like whatever. Um, or kind of like the fun part is like the design part. Um, but like the, like nitty gritty is like you're issuing permits, you're like creating codes and you're enforcing codes and like stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I had an idea, but not everybody does. Did that does. match your idea? Ish. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of people who are like civil engineers. So I understand yeah. the idea behind, I mean, that's yeah. a little deeper in the weeds. That's, yeah, definitely more technical. Yeah. <coughs> but the idea of. Yeah planning and creating a space yeah. within cities to make the cities function yeah. in a way that is desirable. Yeah. Like Long Beach Exchange is probably a good or second and PCH is like they're both good examples to point to like design spaces um designed for a specific purpose. Like, you know, like there's definitely a lot of um like there's definitely a lot of like walking and stuff at Long Beach Exchange which I noticed which was interesting and kind of like you're kind of because it's kind of spread out just enough to where, like, you could park one place and walk around. Yeah. I mean, not everyone does that, but it, I don't know. It's very interesting and stuff. And the, the yeah. internal, like, the hangar is very, like, a popular thing right now is, like, having it. all these little, like, pop-up shops. Yeah, yeah, like, it's definitely, like, a, it's catering towards, like, that younger generation. So, like, everyone I've talked to that's older hates the hangar. I love it. Which is like interesting. my fair place. <laughs> yeah. We had Cecil came in the other yeah. yesterday, and he was like, guys. I just found, do you know about the <laughs> hangar? I was like, Cecil. <laughs> He's so but he was really excited Aww. about it. And he was like, oh, I thought I had this big news to show. And everyone knows about it. I was like, here's the thing. Aww. It's like, In your defense, it still changes all the time and new things open. So yeah. you're good. I mean, yeah, 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 it's yeah. been open for like a year. But yeah. you're good. Yeah. He was like, oh. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any of your fun questions? No, I have to go to the bathroom. So that's kind of the oh, you kept looking at your phone like you got to go. Well, I, like, I will clean I mean, up. Kind this of. is not a situation. Uh, where... So, <laughs> did maps ever come through your mind? Like, are you like a map person at all? Um, like I had to make maps. Yeah. He it's was going fun. to bring in a blank map of the United States and make you be able to tell okay, where all the states. So are. here's the thing: is as a geography major, I'm terrible at geography. So, like, my friend Kelly Jumberg, one of my, like, best friends, she actually, a while ago, she made me take a, a map test, like, online, where you, it was a blank U.S. map, and you had to, I got a D, like, 60%, yes. That means you only got, like, 36 out of the 50. I honestly doubt I even got that many. Like, because, oh, man. because you're, like, the thing is, like, as a geography major, you, the, you don't actually sit there and study a map, and, like, there's actually one that. kid that came into my class every day the past semester that would just study a map all class. I thought, see. And what a sad and lonely life. Like, there's I so think, much more to experience. When I think geography, I think of maps. So, like, that's very interesting. No, it's, it's so much more than that. that. Like, it's space affects everything. Yeah. It's the context in which we live. Okay. You know. That does sound more interesting than what I ever thought geography would just be. <laughs> yeah, I, I only ever actually. saw Cody from geography classes bring home maps that he would have to fill in and color in. Oh, I mean, we had to do that, but that's, like, yeah. the boring stuff. Now I know next time that, like, next time we're together that I'm going to bring a map and we're going to do oh, a competition. Oh, I will fail. She's not, yeah, what? I will fail. It's fine. You I can will win. That win. I, I could most likely do well, 40 Well, but you don't even 50. like U.S. history. 
40. Uh, I do, actually, like U.S. history. <laughs> well, you prefer... I prefer 40. Would you European. just like <laughs> bragged about 40? That's more than There's she can 10 do. that you don't. That's she Dude, readily small, admits that she doesn't care about okay, it. Okay, so you got like all the, like the New England kind of area is really confusing to me. Other than New oh England. yeah, the East Coast is like psh. they're too small. Forget about right, that. So, but like you like know, you know which one too? Rhode Island is. Yeah. You know which one New York is. Like I could probably get the yeah. West Coast, and that's about it. Like that's three. I mean, it's well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it gets a little dicey in the middle. Oh no, sure, I can probably with, like, do those. Illinois and Indiana and Nebraska. Oh, I know and Indiana and, and Illinois and Iowa and so like that. You don't have any of your fun other questions. Uh. I mean, we don't have to. I was. I'm just giving you the really. opportunity. We don't have to prolong it because people got stuff to do. Yeah, I can't think of off the top of my head normally. They come from the top of the head. I don't prepare they those. They come from the top of the head. <laughs> Do you, do you have any more questions? I do. I always, I always have a million. We oh. didn't even talk about any of the topics that the other topics. Oh, that I, well, but we. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but one I do want to ask. Um, what is? I mean, these could be two different ones, but. Okay. What is either a Bible story or Bible verse that yeah. has been super influential towards your faith or your? life like what what is one that is like really hmm. that one you can point to and be like this one is the jam over and over and over huh the i jam. mean i think there's a couple i mean there's a couple recently that i've been thinking about has been like well the one that like comes to the top of my head is comes to me, um is the one where jesus says like to the girl that's sleeping or dead like oh like arise wake up child I think that one has been really interesting lately. Um, and then, like, the other one where Jesus is, like, sleeping on in the boat and, like, everyone's freaking out and yeah. he's just, like, asleep. Um, I've heard, And then, like, one that I was actually just talking about, too, is in the Bible where – in the Old Testament where – I forget his name, but he – God tells him to marry the prostitute. And you know what I'm talking about? Um, no? No. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. Well, he like tell, he tells like God tells him like oh ma- go marry this prostitute and he's like why she's gonna like she she's gonna be unfaithful like all this kind of stuff whatever and he's like go marry the pro like go marry her and so then like he marries her whatever and she's like she is unfaithful and like all this kind of stuff and she's just very hard to love and um like it's kind of like I mean it's the story of the gospel but in like a human form kind of um and and like it ends up you know she Hosea. ends. Hosea, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, um, like, you know, she ends up being faithful and stuff. But it's it's a very, like, hard story. And then there's, a, like, a retelling of that story in a book. It's called Redeeming Love, which is a great read if you're looking for a new book. Um, it's, like, the retelling of that story and stuff. Um, but that one's, I think, very, like, clearly the go- like clearly the gospel. Like, we were hard to love. Like, you know, like, both individually and as a race. Like, <laughs> you know. So... I think those those three. Those are good. Yeah. No one has ever answered any of those three. No, <laughs> yeah, I've never so heard those ones. I love well, I, I know of them, but like I never. <coughs> yeah, that's cool. That's what I love about questions like that. <laughs> All right, we'll just end there. Obviously, <laughs> you have to come back because we have to have our philosophical debates. About what? Conversations. Uh, we got to do the personalities and oh, temperament okay. things. Yeah. I think uh-huh. it's time. I think we should have an episode with you and Kyle. Okay. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Yikes. Kyle might talk through the whole thing. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> um, 
No, but she wanted to give us the temperament or the That's personality right. test. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Oh, yeah, you guys can take the down. test now. And no worries, no worries. And I do... I think you only said it once in the episode, but it's something you say a lot, that you're doing great thing. Mm, okay, I can I, talk about that. Yeah, and and <laughs> your whole you said something about like going off with friends to do stuff, and that's not always a good thing. I was just curious more on that. That was when you were when you were about in middle school. Kids, you talked about yeah, like and parents just went, choosing to let their kids do like yeah, yeah. schools kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh okay. I remember that. Sure. Yeah, I can talk about that. So that's all in the future. Okay. That future maybe. The preview for the audience. For yeah. Listeners. We have mentioned <laughs> Tiff. Mariah mentioned Tiff a lot at some point. Tiff, Karen, and Steph are supposed to be in here. Mm-hmm. But it's a busy time. Yeah. It is. Christmas is coming. We are not currently scheduled for Tuesday. Because? Because it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. We might do something Thursday. I think we should. We may or may not have a guest. Well, I mean, yeah. we could just do a quick one by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then the d- we do have one the day after New Year's. We should not do a New Year's Eve because I'll be playing a tournament. <laughs> I don't know where I'll be. <laughs> New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Um, so, yeah. Happy holidays. As of this moment, Khalil's podcast is not up yet. It will be. It will be. Hopefully. Khalil and this one will be Tuesdays. up on Friday afternoon. So if you're listening to this, it doesn't really <laughs> matter. It's up. Um, yeah. Jake versus Ham is also up. Ugh. Okay, yeah. I have so many questions about that. Uh, <laughs> so I lost. Many. What's your first question? We'll answer the first Why? Why? Uh, you got to listen to the podcast. But, like, why? Like, who $100? Uh, listen to the podcast. It's all in the Spotify. first 10 minutes of the podcast. Okay. It's available. On your drive home. Okay. Nope, because there's no way you're going to be able to listen to that with the children. In the <laughs> oh, they'll laugh. I mean, they can. It's we don't not use profane Yeah, language, no, I understand. Yeah. But you wouldn't yeah. be able to take it all in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, that explains. Okay, okay, okay. And then if you have more questions, you can just... Yeah, I <laughs> probably will. Because <laughs> yeah. we're both willing to talk about it at length. <laughs> Although his <laughs> is from a more disappointed aspect and uh, he's yeah. entertained Pain. thoroughly. Take Thank you guys for uh, listening. <laughs> it's uh, to uh, From Bob's Office, F-R-O-M-B-O-B-S-O-F-F-I-C-E. Um, we will not be here during the holidays. We, holidays are our break. Uh, thank you so much. Um, have a happy, I almost said Halloween. Have a happy, oh, no, what? Merry Christmas is what I meant to say, and a happy new year. Um, go hug your family for us. From Bob's office, I'm Jake Mathis. I'm Jacob Bomber. Oh, I'm Mariah. I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> have a good one.